everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in the Ori of the Wanderer. Oh, it's a new series. Part, so that means part one. The name of today's episode is Right Place, Wrong Heroes. Today is June 25th, 2020, and you are loved. And that is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of our games. If this is your first time tuning in, consider checking out our backlog of shows up at indoor or at youtube.com slash indoor adventures or where any or anywhere where podcasts are made available for free. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can find yourself uh, listening to our after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. So if you have any questions, you can either ask us on Twitter using the hashtag TyrantSec. You can either tag us. Uh, all of our Twitter links are in the uh, layout of this video, as well as uh, you can join us on Discord. That's actually the easiest way uh, to do that. And you can find the link to that in either to the description below or off to the side chat, uh, which can be pulled up just using exclamation point Discord. So that's a good time. Uh, speaking of a good time, hey, uh, if you already support us on Patreon and Twitter and Twitch, all those things where you're looking for other ways to help support the show, look no further than our merch store. You can go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. We got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got throw pillar pillows, pillars, and now we even have face masks. So if you would like to, you know, stay safe as well as praise the Queen of Dragons, Tiamat herself, that design, of course, was made by our very own Cyberwolf1201, and all of the pros seeds are going to be going to COVID-19 research. So it's good. It's a good thing. Uh, but that is it for my spiel. So uh, let's go. Uh, let's get into this. So we're going to be starting off. Uh, Satan, who are you playing today? You're muted. I was muted. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> it's a great way to start off the show. Uh, I am Satan and I'll be playing Vi, the... Uh... Bard Serial Widower. <laughs> All right. And Ethan, who are you playing? I am Ethan. Uh, I am playing Alelan, the Vidalcan Wizard and Accountant. All right. And GB? Greybeard to Greybeard's Tavern. And tonight I'll be playing Hugurk, the Bugbear Ranger. And tonight I shall be playing as Connie Adler, War Cleric. Uh, who uses she, her. And then Cyber and, takes away. And I am... Who am I? Who am I really? Y'all, I'm so nervous. I'm so fucking nervous. <laughs> you are every, everyone else. <laughs> I am Arjan Yodaris, uh, CFO and founder of Tyrant Security. I am also Cyberwolf 1201 of Trifoni TV and Cyberwolf 1201. But today I am Connor. I use he, him pronouns, and I'll run a, run a game of Dungeons and Dragons for my friends. Uh, so a couple of housekeeping uh, things, because this is our, uh, you know, first episode. Uh, we are going to be running Ori of the Wanderer. It is an adventure in the Acquisitions Incorporated's book, uh, but it's going to be modified a little bit because uh, we are going to be running it in Indoor's uh, homebrew world, which that's where the Monday night show takes place in. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a real fun and exciting time. Uh, without much further ado, 
let's do some shit. So we're going to start off uh, in the uh, southernmost city, city uh, military fort on the continent of Lyra. It's called Fort Ferris. This fort, uh, once serving as the military outpost that keeps the rest of the continent uh, of Alira safe from the conflict during the Warring Kingdoms to the south. Uh, it has grown into a sort of civilian mixing pot, uh, melting pot, uh, having had to shelter all the refugees coming up from the Warring Kingdoms. Right now, this military fort, uh, this city that's grown up in the military fort is ruled by three generals, who I have. Uh, General Jamad Badru, a high elf, uh, General Duala Morgren, an orc, and General Deidre Givarn, a dwarf. Uh, this council of three generals uh, has kept order within the city for a long time, uh, but now there is a new player trying to uh, gain power in the city. Right now, you are in the head office of this individual, three of you are. And as uh, you each make your way up to a reception desk, a, a wood elf woman says, oh yeah, yes, yes, go, uh, go sit down with the others. Uh, Arjan will be out in a moment. Uh, and she brings you uh, to this conference room uh, with this very small table uh, that is lined with uh, a tray of fruits, cheeses, uh, a water cooler. Th this is just, you know, this is a conference room that's going to have the most stuffy business meeting that you can possibly imagine. Uh, so as our final person uh, enters this room, we have all three of you here together. Uh, Connie, can you describe what the other two see? So Connie uh, is a very, uh, is a literal starry-eyed youth. Uh, looking at her eyes, it just looks like small galaxies. She has a big smile on her face, a little bit of a wider nose, uh, and stands roughly around 5'6". Uh, she has very dark brown hair with reddish highlights, a very tasteful scarf on, and is wearing the litany of some sort of deity. She's rather proud in its appearance. Uh, and it looks almost like a very long triangle uh, that is this blood reddish color. Uh, she is just very excited to be here. Uh, she's kind of looking around a little bit nervous. Uh, she's never really had a job before necessarily. And even though they are being moved into the next room, uh, you can see her like mouthing along to something. Uh, and if anyone is paying close enough attention, she is like singing herself an encouraging song uh, because she is just very nervous. This is her first job that she's ever applied for. And she was told that, you know, like, you'll probably get it. But there's still that small chance that she won't. And she's very nervous about it. Um, and yeah, she is uh, light pink skin, freckles along the bridge of her nose. 
uh, and a set of twin pinkish horns that also extend uh, from the uh, from like the front area of her head. So not like temples or anything like that. It is very much they just sort of grow up, and she is again nervous but excited. Right. And right now, Connie, uh, you uh, see across the table, uh, Vi, can you describe your character? Yes, I can. Vi is a, a drow woman, a dark Seldari, uh, deep Seldari. Um, and uh, she stands about 5'10". She's very, uh, she's very uh, well put together. Her hair is nice and shiny, and she has a very uh, fancy... Um, a hair piece that is of a spider with a red ruby as the body of the spider. She's wearing very nice, a deep purple clothing um, with um, gold lining um, and a very nice uh, silk shirt underneath. Um, she has um, grayish purple skin with um, bright red eyes but if you look they have little little hearts in them if you look really closely um she has her ears are decorated with uh beautiful jewelry um and she's almost looking down at the cheese tray and the fruit that are on the table um and she just sits with her legs crossed against the 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 chair and just looking at her nails kind of looking at the people around her but then just examining her nails her impeccable manicured nails. Right, and Hagurk, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about it. All right, Hagurk is seven and a half feet tall bugbear, and he's, he's wearing a, a nice shirt with the collar popped, but he's a bugbear, so the sleeves are way too short. And uh, he's got, um, he's handsome for a bugbear, and he's got uh, red and black fur. Um, he's kind of got tiger stripe kind of thing going on in his fur. Um, and he he looks at the food and then looks at the other guys and looks at the food. Like, is this a trap? Because they haven't eaten any. And so he, he's afraid that if he eats any, it'll it's the wrong thing to do here at this job uh, <laughs> uh, interview. So he's just uh, kind of keeps eyeballing the food, but doesn't say anything. Also, GB, uh, somebody was gifted a sub. Uh, our dear friend Koss gifted Phoenix Vic a sub in chat. Would you like to demonstrate what happens when people uh, get, receive subs on this channel uh, while you're here? Whilst I'm on the channel, I take this mall and I hit that guy in the face. <laughs> Such a most satisfying bong. I love the clang, the bong. It's great. Second most satisfying bong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Later, so, dude. So even though uh, you've all been sitting here in this conference room for what's getting to be a nervously long time, you feel like your inquiries into opportunities within the tyrant security group gone a little bit better than you've hoped uh the person who brought you to this conference room everybody who was walking by, by in the halls everyone is treating you pretty kindly uh maybe even with a little bit of deference 
Uh, and, you know, you're still here being asked to speak with Arjan Yodaris, the founder of the mercenary organization. So, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, and as this thought starts to creep into some of your heads, the room goes pitch black. Now we're going to leave this scene uh, to visit the back room of a tavern. Uh, as a winged reptilian devil approaches the table in the back room, we see two figures uh, sitting alone. One, a woman in a leather hooded jacket, her uh, dark hair uh, and the bottom of her face barely visible, just peeking out of this hood. Uh, she reaches an amber hand out to her drink, silent, waiting for her companion to speak. Uh, Alelin, can you describe uh, yourself? Now I can describe myself that I'm not muted. Um, so oh, also, Alelin, also, sorry, everybody, uh, everybody besides Alelin, take a point of inspiration. Um, Go ahead, yeah, Alelin. Alelin is uh, about six feet tall. Um, I think is indoor described as a resting Vidalcan face, and he just seems generally unenthused about everything that's happening all the time. Um, and the only way you know he feels something is the giant vein on his forehead that just pulses as he's generally annoyed, depending. Most of the time, people are annoying, but um, yeah, he's very stiff, um, and you know, he has his blue skin, he's hairless, and he has these long green robes that are very dark. Um, he's just very like stiff and proper and just always kind of sits with very good posture and just assesses the room. And Alelin, uh, what your companion, who you know her name is Kara, uh, has summoned you here for is to make an insurance query. Uh, specifically, there is an adventure group on their way to take a job in Fort Varys, and Kara wants to know how they'll affect things for your mutual interests. Uh, how do you, how, how do you, how do you, uh, how do you make this sort of insurance query? Um, what's your, so what's your tool set? Uh, the tool set is mostly, um, so Alone's definitely that guy that shows up at your office and he sits in the conference room for like a few weeks. If it's somebody who works out in the field, he's out there with them. Uh, and just kind of watches them do their job helps them do their job if it has to happen. But uh, but yeah, and then just sort of says, well, they're competent or no, they're not competent. And, you know, sort of assesses their value as far as the, the company's concerned. Well, your assessment for this group is that things don't look good. <laughs> now, as you relay this, shame. There is a pause and the most despair inducing feeling just washes over you. I guess the corporate despair. Mm. That, that little bit of corporate despair. Uh, looks like I need you for something else, Alan. Neil, take a little into Fort Barris. 
from your companion's shadow cast on the wall by the candle that's on your table. Uh, another reptilian figure steps out, their face stern but bored, accented by a pair of silver spectacles balancing on their draconic snout. We're going to go back to the to the conference room. Also, allow and take a point of inspiration. It's my game. We give this shit out like candy. Can we say most of the food is now gone? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the room has just gone black. And before uh, too long, this black-scaled reptilian uh, uh, steps into the room, as does, uh, and they appear with Eleven, the figure described before. and uh, quickly disappears. And before uh, too much longer, uh, another black-winged, scaled reptilian man uh, steps into the room. Uh, apparently, we have a lot of these. Just from his walk across the room to sit down at the, uh, at the table with you, a couple of things catch your attention. Uh, this seven-foot-tall dragonkin has two massive leathery wings and a tail dragging against the floor as he makes his way to you. His eyes looks like it's taking great effort to keep open, uh, but there's this faint caustic yellow glow emitting from his irises. <sighs> he takes a very, very long sip out of uh, a coffee mug. Thank you for answering my call so quickly. Uh, whenever the earthquake struck the city two days ago, the damage was limited, but a sinkhole opened up a fissure beneath an abandoned warehouse near the Eastern Gate. Two of General Morgan's watch guards entered the fissure to investigate, but never came out. They're now feared dead, and the generals have asked me to take over the investigation, but my schedule it's complicated at the moment. So I'm delegating that job to you. As an experienced adventuring group, uh, I have no doubt that you can handle this task. And before he can continue uh, from the next room, you hear the, what at first is a soft cry of a baby. Uh, and then uh, this dragonborn, Arjan, he winces and then uh, hurriedly drops a hefty bag of coins on the table. I have to pay 500 gold for the group with a 20% commission going to Tyrant Security as the broker. Uh, go to the warehouse uh, next to Jolly's Lamp Emporium down by the stables, and then the cry starts to get louder. I tell the watch guards stationed there that I sent you. Explore the fissure, learn the fate of the guards who went mincing, and then come back to me with signed watch papers confirming your completed work. Now there's a second cry joining the first, uh, and Arjan quickly gets up, hey, excuse me, and quickly leaves the room. As he leaves, Vi's gonna put her hand on the bag of money and just take it. <laughs> Group treasure. Connie has a small notebook 
uh, that she just seems to keep on her at all times. Uh, and she says, all right, so we needed to get signed papers from the watch, investigate the abandoned house. Um, I don't know how to spell any of those people's names. I'm just going to put talk to the guard man in my note. Uh, who? Did I miss something? I have no idea. I was looking at the bag of money. What? Look, look for the dudes and then tell the watch and then come back. Okay, so That's look it. for look for the missing guards. I think. Tell watch where they're on business for him. I'm not sure. I didn't catch his name. The his Arjun? Oh so that's Mr. Oh, that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah, it's like I like babies, but I couldn't eat two of them. That'd be too much. Huh? Well he's gonna eat those babies. He must have been really hungry. I don't think he's going to. That seems a little drastic. I don't know, maybe. I grew up in a pretty strange environment. But I think he didn't look like he had a hungry vibe going on. He looked like he had like a really tired vibe. Mm. So watch, we are working for Mr. Arjan. That seemed very sudden and very confusing. Uh, to... The, uh, as you turn and see who is addressing you uh, at the moment, uh, the same uh, dragon devil uh, who brought Alellan here uh, appears to be speaking up. I, so his grace has offered you a job. Uh, and I'm getting the sense that uh, you aren't the adventurous he thinks you are. Is this correct? This is my first job I've ever had. I'm very excited to be here. Yes, I got confused at the part where he said experience adventures. I've never done this before. Uh, well, if I may be so bold, take the job. If you can pull it off, you're certain to impress the right people. Um, and Alelan, uh, would you accompany and assist these adventurers for the time being? Uh, your experience will add some legitimacy to this situation. I'm sure. <laughs> it... Are you sure? Well, this is what Kara sent you here for, is it not? She didn't say. I was hoping. Um... Maybe we were going next door, or these fine people were in my conference room before I get started on some paperwork. Ah, that's um, certainly possible. I'll go check for you. And in a, uh, every single light in, uh, in the conference room is once again snuffed out as it goes pitch black, and this, uh, this Abishai disappears. Oh my god, I love when they do that! I don't understand. They could just use the door. Yeah, but if you had powers that allowed you to not use a door, why would you ever bother with doors again? That's very true. Yeah. 
you're smart. I like you. Why, thank you. That's awful kind of you. That's definitely a word. Oh my. <laughs> well, I don't think I actually, I don't think I actually got your name. What's your name? Bye. She'll put her hand out like, <laughs> like a bit, like as if to like, um, as you would a, a very high society woman to, to shake and kiss. Bye, Syria. Just bye. Well, my name's Connie Adler, and it is a pleasure to meet you. And she just, like, full grabs your hand, vigorous shake. Oh. You can tell, like, her palms, a like, if it wasn't gloved, you're guessing it would be a little sweaty. You are definitely full of something. <laughs> I'm just excited to be here. I can tell that. And and what about you, uh, Mr. Tallman? And she points oh. towards uh, Hugurk. So I'm Hugurk. You can just call me Gurk. It's cool. And a massive ball comes over <laughs> over to you. And she just like reaches out and extends. And there's a massive height difference between well, Connie and, and Hugurk. And, and literally, it's an uncomfortable like behind Vi kind of thing. <laughs> and um. like like you know, six feet of arm comes over. Excuse me. Oh, sorry, Vi. Well, Hi. I don't, and what, what about you? I don't think I've ever seen anybody like you before. She motions towards you. Uh, <laughs> me neither. Yeah, towards the blue. I'm uh, I'm Malellan. Uh I'm from corporate. Um, Hopefully we don't need to get too well acquainted. Uh, I should be on my way soon. <laughs> what? Oh my god, are you like our supervisor? Are we gonna like really get to know you? Like you're gonna be like our, our pit boss? Like if somebody comes by, you'll speak for all of us? Like that kind of thing? I sure hope not. <laughs> and your name was... I heard Alan, so that's what I'm gonna write down. Oh, yeah. Alan. Alan. Okay. L. V. Connie. Got it. That's actually not too uh, distasteful. Al's fine, sure. Right. So, what did we have to do again? Did anybody take notes? I didn't. We have to look for missing. And then I was I had to start the next line and it said, Tell watch we are working for Mr. Arjan. And then Alelin is from corporate. There's a something about a fisher in there that I believe you all left out. Um, a fisher to explore a fisher. Oh fisher is in a large hole oh, in the ground. I thought you meant a, a fisherman. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Big fissure. All right. Oh boy. And right. in the notes, got it. All right. Well, he should he should really be back any any minute, right? Sure. Uh, and at this point, actually, <laughs> as if right on cue, uh, they the uh, the Apshai does reappear. But this is certainly where you're supposed to be. Great. Uh. So yes, uh, before 
we before you uh before i take my leave once more uh do you, any of you have any questions so with this money it's 500 for the group in total and 20 percent of that commission goes to the, the company yes all right so is there an incentive to get it done quicker like a bonus if we do it before we're you know the time is up would you like me to put in an inquiry for that i don't yes. believe anything was discussed for that Make oh i'm check. just i'm just wondering you know sometimes you know, is he going to be part of this payment? Because I have to add him into that. Because after the 20%, we'll have only 400. And there's three of us. If, does it include 400? That's a lot of numbers. If, yes. if Llewellyn is helping you with this, then possibly. Uh, I don't think any of you are actually... I don't think any of you have actual franchise positions, so I think that would be the up to the discretion of your horse person, if one of you decides that that's what you want to be. Positions now, does that include, is it a one-time thing, is it a monthly pay, what's the pay rate? These are all great questions, but I think they're more suited for if you are actually hired for oh. the company. Uh, but for this particular job, that 20% would just come out of the commission for the job. That 500 gold. Alright. Oh, wait, wait. How many of us have to come back? Like, you know. As many as possible. Uh, I think it would look a lot better if all four of you came back. Uh, okay. Though we could split the money even less if only few, if just few of us came back. Again, up to up to your your own discretion. If that is how you decide to split up the money. All, right. <laughs> all the all his knuckles, all Dirk's knuckles get cracked. <laughs> Anything else? So is oh, this the dudes? Like... Do the dudes have to come back, or just figure out what like ate them or something? I believe the the job just said to investigate, make sure that uh, there wasn't anything dangerous there, or, and that uh, he, everything in the fissure is accounted for. Uh, if there are missing people still down there, and they are alive, it would certainly be beneficial to bring them back, but you're under no obligation to do so. Alive. Got it. That's up to you, big guy. Well, I'm not I carrying people. He said, he said alive, so we'll try. We will do our best. And Connie just has a sure. big smile. Most definitely. <laughs> She's just counting the money. And you can see uh, their reptilian 
uh, snout just sort of like move just a little bit. It's almost like a smile. Not really. I don't know. Perfect. Well, if there's nothing else, and they pause for a little bit. Just point us in the right direction. Uh, from the sounds of of it, you were headed toward the eastern thoroughfare of the city, towards uh, around Jolly's Lamp Emporium. Jolly's Lamp Emporium. I have no idea where that is. Well, we could ask around and find out. I know which way east is, and he unerringly points east. <laughs> right. That will be useful, yeah. And again, almost hits everyone in the head if he wasn't so tall, the, the, the swinging six-foot arm. <laughs> Please do be careful with your long limbs, sir. Hmm. All right, for you, Vi. Right. Well, if there is nothing else, I would be off, so good luck. And they, they give a soft bow and once again... Uh, disappears into the into the darkness. That's so cool. Someday I'm gonna do that. You think he could? That'd be awesome. Super swell. Sure. Let's go get this done. Yes. So Let's... we have to go through some lamp emporium. <laughs> we'll do our best. All right, so to the south. I thought it was east. Wait, east. no, west. It's east. east. Right. To the east. Mr. Gurk, please, please lead us. <laughs> he gets up, and as, as he gets up, he's like totally trying to pull the shirt off, the fancy shirt, but he leaves the tie. Sir, please. Oh, are, why are you undressing in front of everyone? Because uh, that's useless. Um, and he tucks it in a bag, like like the whole shirt in like a pouch. Uh, Is he shirtless? Uh, yeah, I guess for now, until he gets his equipment. <laughs> so he's just a big fur ball, <laughs> this big muscular ball of fur. With a tie. With a tasteful tie. With a tie. Remind me of some men when I went to a certain club. Hmm. <laughs> uh, did we leave our Did we leave our gear somewhere, like in the office, or? No, 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 no. You have your gear. You have. Oh, all okay. Your, all of your stuff. Okay. All right. <laughs> then yeah. Chooses to be shirtless. <laughs> then, then yeah, he'll pull out. He'll pull out a um, a chain shirt and. and pull it on it obviously was not made for him he got it from somewhere and so like it's like all you know all biceps and you know no sleeves and whatnot right so following gert's lead uh you make your way toward the eastern gate making your way down streets that were once as orderly and disciplined as the armies that maintained the fort but now, after the years of refugees from the Warring Kingdoms making life in and around the fort, you find it a maze of tenements, rough streets, and alleyways. Make a survival check for me. 
sure. So the DC is not going to be very high. Uh, new character, one sec. I think I'm plus five? Plus three. So, 14. Okay. Yeah, so you, uh, you, I mean, you are taking a lot of turns. These streets are not straight in any way. Um, but you get the sense that you are progressing in a more easterly direction. Um, and as you make your way for about, like, 30 minutes and just keep going street after street, uh, one thing that does catch your attention, a ramshackle stall set up along the street bears a sign that reads Maps and Potions, spelled P-O-S-H-U-N-S. Working the stall is a filthy but cheerful gnome urchin. Uh, several pieces of parchment are on display at the stall with six small ceramic pots placed next to them. You want to buy? You want to buy a map? You want? You you want to buy a potion? Oh my God! I would love to. How much are your maps cost? Uh, well, the uh, the the maps are one gold piece. The 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 potions of healing are ten gold pieces. I'll take one in one. We can inside like... check. Okay. Everybody can make an inside check. That's not very good for my first roll, but that's okay. Uh, that is a nine. Seven. <laughs> Ten. Uh, I'm, I'm plus three, and I got a seven. <laughs> plus three, two, and I got a seven. <laughs> I'm plus okay. five, and I got a ten. <laughs> hey, none of you recognize that there is anything wrong with this small child talking like this. That's how poor people talk, right? <laughs> Now he probably, he's probably just been smoking a lot. Um, All right. So, uh, factory uh, lungs, maybe? Connie, you said that you were going to buy a map and a potion? One map and one potion of healing. And I'm going to put potion of healing in some very heavy quotes. Mm. Yeah, that's spelled P O S H U N. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, potion. Th this gnome, uh, his name is Jer. Uh, he, uh, gives you a piece of parchment with some scribbling of the city on it uh, and a ceramic pot. And as you uh, look inside the ceramic pot, you do see it is a red liquid. Mm. Perfect. Definitely a liquid. Well, that was so nice. Normally, those go for way more, but he was selling it. It's such a deal. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, happy to help. And now, they have the maps laid out, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Does it really look like a map of the city? Roll an inside check. Uh, no. Do you have proficiency in like cartography stuff yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. No. Uh, yeah, insight. Or okay. Survival. All right. Um, either or does not matter. I rolled a two, so obviously, even if it doesn't look like the city, it probably looks like the city. I mean. The city looked like you've been going through like a lot of different like this place is basically a maze and you get like a scribble of something that looks like a maze so probably you could probably use this. Alright, so Jer like uh you know I I'm gonna give you like 
one, two, and he counts out ten coins, and then, and one coin. There. And I'll take the conning deal. All right. And uh, you also get a ceramic pot and uh, another piece of parchment. It does not look the same as the one that was given to Connie. Maybe it's because it's just, like, positioned different. Maybe it's something wrong with, like, the, this dude's probably copying them all by hand. I don't know. Roll it up. Tuck it away. So, uh, you guys lost? Y'all, uh, y'all, y'all don't need to be, like, guided anywhere, do you? Because I can do that, too. No, but thank Is you this... so much. This map should really clear things out of how far we've gone. All right. Well, if you, if you need something, holler. Cool, Jer. Catch you later, dude. All right, bye. And, uh, that child sounded very unhealthy. Sounded so sick. Is that not normal? I, I thought that was a pretty cool know. voice. It worked for me. Alright, so according to this map, Connie, like, there's no, like, clear indication of anything on this map. Nope. But I think, alright, so I think I recognize that cross street, and we went here, and no, that ends in a dead end. Okay, so maybe, and she's just, like, trying to, like puzzle piece her way into believing that this is a map that she just paid for. She doesn't know where she's going. East. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Hugger, do you continue uh, leading? Yeah. Alright. Uh, so you uh, keep leading, going in east eastern direction. You do need to go through some of these alleys uh, in order to keep making eastward progression. Uh, and after uh, making a couple of these turns, uh, after a while, you do find yourself getting like closer and closer to the city wall. Uh, as you turn to enter this alley, there is a figure standing in the alley alleyway. Uh, its luminous eyes glowing beneath the dark hood. As the hood is pulled away to reveal a skeletal face, the figure unexpectedly speaks. Your money or your life. <laughs> Everybody, roll for initiative. Do you want us to put that in the chat, or what is the procedure? Uh, yes. If Indoor, if you pop out the Zoom chat, it's not going to mess up your. Overlays. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can put it in Twitch chat if you want. Uh. Oop. Everybody just start typing numbers into Twitch chat. <laughs> <laughs> I will take away all of your inspiration. Everyone all at once. <laughs> Better than roll 20, where you can't all type it in at once. It's okay. All right, I, I have them all. Hooray. All right, so it looks like... Uh, Vi, you're going to be up first. Uh, you see this skeletal figure. Uh, they, they are, in fact, a skeleton uh, with four uh, 
women who look like bandits uh, who seem to be behind them, backing them up. They are all brandishing weapons and uh, ready for you to hand over your money or your life. I choose neither. I honestly don't think you could win this. I don't think you could defeat anyone. I think the only thing you've ever defeated in your life is high expectations. I shall use vicious mockery. <laughs> okay. A against, wisdom 13 save. Against the skeleton? Or... Yeah. Okay. The skeleton. There's a 9 beat that. Does not. He takes three psychic damage. <laughs> My sick burns. Yow. <laughs> and is there another effect? Uh, uh, they, they need to take. I'll let you know in a second. Uh, and they have disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of the next turn. There you go. Ow. And there's a light. It looks like the skeleton still has a few like bits of flesh still attached to them, and one of the bits just like falls off. Gross. Yeah. And uh, two of the women go forward to attack. Uh, one of them is gonna go after you, Vi, and is going to attack with a scimitar. Oh no. With a 17 to hit? Yeah, that hits. I'm level one. <laughs> I'm a fucking bar. Level one. Level, level one. one. <laughs> uh, for seven points of slashing damage. Honor, <laughs> why? Honor, why do you keep doing this? It's not me. It's every Wizard of the Coast module deciding that, hey, we need to kill players at level one. <laughs> I think every game Connor's ever run for me is TPK in the, in the first encounter. <laughs> uh, well, the, the, next, <laughs> the next woman uh, gets out a light crossbow and is going to shoot what she considers the biggest threat here, uh, which is going to be the bugbear. So Hagert does a 20 hit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes it does. Oh boy. <laughs> Five points of piercing damage. Hagurk, uh, how do you respond? And Llewellyn, you'll be following up after. Uh, I. So there's a bandit next to Vi near us. Yes. I. Um, and how far are they from us? Like, About like 10 feet further in. You could easily reach any of them. Okay. Uh, Vi, you look like you're cut in half, right? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Like, that fucking hurt. Um, so then uh, Hagurk will be like, Hagurk, and take his morning star and smash the bandit next to Vi. For a 14. A 14 will hit. Please roll for damage. Excellent. And. Three is nine points of damage. Oh. 
they are hurting. She is hurting. So that's when he draws the mace with his offhand and smashes her in the teeth with it. Okay, please roll for that attack. Oh. Uh, not a, a dirty 20. That will hit. All right. And... <gasps> Max on that die, even though it's smaller. Uh, so another nine with that smashed into her face. Right. Uh, there is a crack, uh, and this one falls to the ground. Uh, Martha, no! Alela. <laughs> JD, thank you for the sub! Yeah, JD, would you like the show? Yeah, who, who, yes. who was our, uh, our victim? I our mean, victim. our... Uh, our, Our bestest percentage. of friends and local documenter, JD Lady. JD! <laughs> I love you, JD. Uh, because why not? I don't know. Um, Alela's gonna reach into his like satchel that he carries and pull out um, what looks like a freshly printed spellbook that has uh, the Tyrant Security logo on the front. And on the inside, it's got the little Ack Inc. sort of like thing on the inside is like, you know, published under the copyright of Acquisitions Incorporated or whatever. <laughs> so you're like, oh man, I don't know where anything is in this. And then like turn to a page um, and you see like all of these purple energy sort of gathering around and then like a hand kind of stick out of the book and you, you know, reaches in his coin purse and puts a coin in the hand. <laughs> it sucks back into the book and he's like, okay then, uh, and cast Jim's magic missile. <laughs> <laughs> that, that royalty component <laughs> like it gets halfway to casting and then just stops until you pay it money <laughs> okay um, uh, but you yes. Roll for that. yes I have to roll three times okay this isn't like that lame normal if you missile. use your inspiration for any of these you'll get the inspiration back okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we need it um okay i will re-roll one of them okay because i have to roll three of them so we're gonna roll one more um okay that's better so um those are all plus five so that was a 24 a 18 and a 19. okay uh um, those all beat the acs of everybody here uh, I'll hit one of them on the skeleton and then just two of the bandits. Okay. Uh, and now I'll take 2d4 force damage. Hiya. Uh, the skeleton takes eight. That's nice. We like to see it. Ow! Um, God damn it! <laughs> uh, bandit number two takes four damage. Bandit number two! <laughs> And then bandit number three will take two damage. Wow, I got all of those 2d4 matched. It was two fours, two twos, and the two ones. Oh no. All right. Uh, well, this last bandit that got hit uh, does not like that at all and is going to raise her light crossbow at you. Oh, Ellen. And I believe a nine hits. A nine does not hit. 
Oh, I'm man. a wizard. I'm a wizard. <laughs> so you are this close. Uh, does not hit. Okay, good. Does not, I no, rolled an eight not. on that d8. No, I have an armor, uh, armor class of 11. <laughs> uh, but after uh, shooting and missing, it seems like they're more concerned about the skeleton. Uh, and it's going to turn over and say, Jolene, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fine. It's just the, it's just the allergies, man. It was not the allergies. <laughs> uh, Jelaine is then going to uh, point a short bow at Connie, who she thinks is about to do something real cool and doesn't want it to happen. Connie does a. Hit you. It does not. Aw, oh, man. So what do you do about it? Connie is going to, like, look at what has happened to her friends and just, well, wait just a gosh darn minute. You are being awful rude to my friends. And who let you out of your graveyard? You go back there this instant. And she is going what to... What are you talking about? She is going to rear back with a hand and you see like this deep red hellish energy begin crackling. <laughs> and she's going to use a guiding bolt on uh, on the skelly. Okay. So let's see. Uh, does a 15 hit? It does. Aha! Well, if that is the case, they are going to be taking... Uh, eight points of radiant damage. No, they're not. They're going to take two and then die. <laughs> Connie just says to herself, dusted, and then looks at the other two. Uh, uh there are, sweet. There's still three uh, of these women, and they are all scream. They all scream at the top of their lungs, Jelaine! <laughs> Ha, more like Jalame. Now get out of here. Oh. <laughs> uh, and actually, the other three of them uh, do. Well, this first bandit, this last bandit who hasn't gone yet, is going to turn tight and run. Uh, bye. There are still two bandits that look like they are ready to run. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, she's hurting real bad. <laughs> and she's just, <laughs> but she has to keep her cool. And she's just gonna <laughs> look at one of the bandits. It's not gonna do much, but she's like, I knew you'd be a disappointment. <laughs> and use vicious mockery again. <laughs> does a, uh, is a, no, does a six beat that? No. Okay. <laughs> it's only one point of psychic damage, but she's holding like her, like basically her her stomach where she slashed, and she sprayed with all the all the blood and gore that hit her from when Hugger hit this this other bandit. But she's still being a bitch about it, <laughs> looking them straight in the eye. Awesome. Well, they they certainly take that, uh, and. Uh, then turn tide and run away. Uh, Hagurk and Alellan, there's still one bandit. 
one who's not running away or one who is one who's there i mean it's your turn <laughs> initiative who which who's first Hagurk. yeah ah. oh yeah he he just like bounds forward and it just dunk, dunk, like like beating a drum absolutely uh you're trying, 18. To, be, you're trying oh. to be to 12. okay uh only hit once with the big uh the morning star mm -hmm. which is my red dice oh yes uh so six and three another nine nine seems to be the number tonight um, nine is the number of hit points that they had left yes Hunger! Right now, the uh, the alleyway is silent. There are the these two bandits uh, lying bleeding uh, before you, and this skeleton now with this uh, scorch mark across her face. <laughs> so, uh, do I get him? Are we going after him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, uh, hold on, we we don't get paid for that. There's a slight like rattling of coins uh, from the skeleton as like they as they shift and the bag of coins just like falls <laughs> out of their pocket. We do get paid for that it seems. That one, yes, but the other two are they're gone. <laughs> well search the dead bodies. I'm not touching them, but you I Anybody I, can help me. Gurk <laughs> basically grabs him by a leg and, you know, <laughs> does this kind of thing, <laughs> hoping stuff shakes out. Well, what shakes out from the uh, two fully fleshed uh, women that, that you have killed? Uh, mostly fleshed at this point, I think. <laughs> mostly fleshed. Uh, besides their weapons, which are both uh, a scimitar and a light crossbow, uh, and some bolts. Not a lot. Mm. And you're, and, uh, you're welcome to take those. Yeah. Or take the leather armor. That's now not so good. Anybody need this armor? I'm fine. I need a medic. <laughs> he, like, hucks the one by a leg and then starts tearing into the skeleton. Oh, the skeleton has, like, a nice robe on? Uh, oh, like leather cloak oh or just a dark cloak not leather cloak leather okay cloaks are very expensive and it we didn't like splat him or shoot him full of holes or anything so the cloak is still nice mostly all right i mean her girl will like magic tricks. A few mendings. He'll, he'll like magic tricks snap him out of it you know like like pull the cloak off of him and then be like eh, throw it in the pile with the crossbows and the thing and then pat him down okay uh in a belt pouch across uh across the skeleton uh you see a uh much nicer bottle of red liquid than uh what was given to you by jer uh as you keep going uh you take that coin pouch uh and inside you see 10 gold pieces that is satan you're gonna write this stuff down or are we okay. keeping it individual? Does anybody uh, care? I mean, I can write it down if you oh, want. Oh, I'll, 
I'll uh, I, I'll do what I do with my home games, and every time that there's loot, I will post it in our group chat. Oh, cool, yo. Okay. You're amazing. Uh, All right, the last thing that you find on this uh, person is, uh, again, in a little pouch on, on belt, uh, you look inside and you can see uh, some very, very small bones. Uh, you can make a medicine check if you like to identify them. <laughs> oh, hey. Even with my minus. Uh, you said medicine? Mm -hmm. Oh, hey. Medicine isn't intelligence. Uh, so that would be an 11. Okay. Uh, these are the, uh, the bones of what appear to be four human toes. Hmm. And as you look down at the skeleton, you'll notice that uh, you get the sense that she used to be really attached to these toes. <laughs> Anybody want that was toes? in the fucking book? I will not be shamed for making that joke. <laughs> so, uh, anybody need any toes? <laughs> I have no. Ten. All right. Dibs on the toes, <laughs> and, and I'll put the toes in my pocket, and I'll be like, "Here's some more Kool-Aid." Uh, please hand it over, dear. Yes. He just hucks it through the air <laughs> oh, towards oh, you. Okay, <laughs> thank you. She's just gonna, <laughs> she's just gonna lean against the wall, <laughs> not slide down because the floor is dirty here, <laughs> and she'll take potion. She'll drink it. Alellum is prestidigitating his robes to make sure there's no stray blood or anything on them. <laughs> How much is the minor? So it's 1d4 plus 4? Plus 2? Uh, the regular potion of healing? Yeah. 2d4 are plus you, 2. Are you drinking the potion of healing that came out of the belt pouch or one of the potions? No, the belt pouch. She's not drinking that uh, Kool-Aid thing. That she yeah, 1d4 plus 2. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I want to say it's 2d4 plus 2 for the uh, Double check. Let's, let's, let's triply check this. Yeah. Please, uh, I'm hurting real bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, 2d4 plus 2. Okay. Uh, add another d4. Oh. 4 plus 3. <laughs> so, 10, and I didn't need it. But, I'm all up to health. Wow. <sighs> Look at me. I'm covered in blood. <sighs> yeah, she's sweet. She just snaps her fingers and the blood's gone. Oh, Look at my shirt. Just got a hole in it now. But... Yes, it was very expensive. <sighs> it was imported silk. Then we should probably get paid. Indeed. This is a lovely city you all inhabit. Connie's just like looking around. <laughs> Same. Connie, dear. I'm like seven foot tall. Would you like to do me a favor? Yeah, of course. What is it, Miss Vash? Does she, does she have a cloak? Does Connie have one? Yeah. No. No. She has a, she has a tabard with this like weird triangle pattern on it uh and then she has a very nice scarf and that's about it 
Alright, take that cloak that came off from that dead skeleton. Okay. Hold it up in front of me. Why, sure. Cover me. Alright. She'll, All right. she'll, like, have to... How tall is Vi? Uh, like 5'10". Okay, so yeah, Connie can Connie can do that. Yeah. Alright, don't move. <laughs> and you hear some rummaging, and after a few minutes, she's like, Alright, done. She's wearing a new shirt. <laughs> Can't what, what, see me like that. Whilst that was happening, Hergurk's like, is this like more magic? <laughs> no. He's, he's like two heads taller than Connie, so he's but just kind of... Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> this is not a free show. Not for your eyes, mister! Now you back up and give her some space! Alright, fine. Thank you, Miss Connie. You are very welcome. <laughs> she comes back. It's like the same shirt, but in a different color. <laughs> light color tint. Yeah. Instead of white, it's like cream. Eggshell. <laughs> Eggshell. <laughs> oh, there we go. I know this color was last season, but still, it's better than a cut shirt. Kirk's like, do anybody need any of these? No. <laughs> I am good. Uh, you, sir, though, you tall person, your name again. Uh, Kirk or Alan? The really tall one. The Gurk. A Gurk. Right. Would you like to be my bodyguard? So, when we get paid, I get more of your money? No, when we're in a fight, you'll make sure I don't get hit. For more money. Possibly. He, he doesn't smile devilishly. He, yeah. he just kind of says it. Possibly. Alright. And, and he starts bagging like the crossbows and scimitars. What else did we find on these people? Uh, he posted all the treasure. Right. I'll, I'll write the equipment down. She She just takes the bag of coins, puts it in her bag. I'll, of course, give these out later. Group treasure, right? Established. Anyway. Where anyway. are we going? Well, it pulls out his, his like, journal of note-taking and is just like, mm-hmm. Yes. Divide it up later. Right. <laughs> uh, so as you continue out through this uh, alleyway, continuing to make your way uh, toward the outer edge of the city. Uh, just keep making your way through the streets. Uh, you, one thing that does catch your eye about 10 minutes later is that you see an old male human hobbling up the street, uh, his long staff bearing most of his weight, his wrinkled face telling a tale of many hard years lived in poverty. Uh, as he passes an alleyway entrance, he looks up at you, specifically at you, uh, and he grins, revealing his last few remaining teeth. Uh, but even as he opens his mouth as if to speak, a pair of meaty gray arms emerge from the alley entrance and yank him into the darkness. Whoa. They just ganked that dude. <laughs> but I just gotta take a step back and step behind a girl. Should we help him? No. 
Uh, Connie like looks at Alellan. I don't get paid. What for that. was that? I don't know. That was terrifying. We should never go near alleyways again. <laughs> and Vi has a point. We don't get paid for that. So <laughs> carry on. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, my. it might be really cool. It might be. I was going to ask him how his day was and everything. Not so great, dear. I can answer you that question line right now. <laughs> no, his day just took a turn for the worst. It sure did. And now you got your answer. Let's go. Connie just like eyes the alleyway as they're passing by. Hmm. I guess Hagurk would look at, at Connie like, uh, you want to go fight it? I don't want to go in there. I don't know what that was. There was just a pair of really beefy arms that grabbed that guy. And now he's gone. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't mind a pair of really beefy arms grabbing me, but like, he's gone now. It's scary. Alellan, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, at this point, you do see a uh, sign down the street for Jolly's Lamp Emporium. Ah, our destination. Uh, or at least a landmark. Let's, um, let's go. Right. All right. Uh, we maybe we'll search the alley on the way back. Maybe there's maybe. stuff. Maybe. Yes. All right. Scary big big arms in the alleyway. So you keep going, and uh, you do get closer to Jolly Slam Emporium. Uh, you see that it is an unassuming ramshackle shop in the midst of other unassuming ramshackle shops. Uh, including the collapsed warehouse next door. Uh, people in nearby shops and apartments peer warily through their shutters as you approach. Uh, next to the warehouse, there are three members of the watch standing guard. Uh, no one else is on the street, except for a seemingly inebriated halfling who stumbles towards you. <laughs> really um, look that approachable. She'll step back as she talks. Bend way, way down. Hey, little dude. <laughs> you oh. look effed. Sorry, I, uh... Excuse me. And they keep stumbling down. Like, dude, past don't, go, don't go near the alley, dude. There's, like, a thing in there to just, like, snatch you. And they just like yeah. smile and nod and thumbs up. Like, okay. Party <sighs> um, and a half, isn't it? Who. Everybody who's paying attention to this halfling, uh, make an inside check. I'm, of course, paying attention to him. 10. <laughs> 14. 21. Um. An insight check? That's a 16. Alellan, uh, you know well enough to recognize whenever somebody is faking being drunk um, and possibly keeping an eye on people, but no one else does. Mm. So apparently they're really good at it. Mm. And, I don't uh, know what to do with that information. <laughs> It'll get brought up in our quarterly review, certainly. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, people standing guard at the uh, warehouse 
It's like, hey, 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 hey. What? It's this place is restricted. Are you are you coming over here? Where this this place is dangerous. Like you should probably like head home, go about your business. We are here on official business, mind you. We were contacted by a Mr. Arjan of Tyrant Security, of which we are employees in good standing, and we have been told to come and investigate this situation. Well, well it took you long enough. And with that, we are going to uh, get ready for, for a nice little break. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Connor, for running this! I am loving this game! I'm having a great time. We're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes, so don't go no place unless it is to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice, and we'll see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon! Yeah! We are back! We've done it! This is... The Right Place, Wrong Heroes, part one of our Tyrant Security Ori of the Wanderer playthrough. So, we just met three guards? Yes, and the captain, a uh, female elf, uh, she sighs, <sighs> took you long enough. Uh, so, let's get this done so we can get on with our lives. She pulls out a scroll from a leather pack and Oh, thank you so much for the raid, Kyle with Nan. Great! Uh, she pulls a scroll from a leather pack and squints at its barely legible writing. So, which one of you is Squinty Pip? Uh, I need you to sign before you go in. Nothing but paperwork since the newest general got seated on the council, but what can you do? I'm sorry, what was the name? Squinty Pip. Uh, Alelin. This name rings a bell for you. Squinty Pip was the name of one of the people that you were uh, assessing. Uh, that would be me. Uh, I thought you you said your name was Alan. Squinty Pip Alan, yes. Um, and take the paper and I'll do an approximation of what I'm sure Squinty Pip's signature looks like from all the paperwork he had to sign when I showed up. Oh, they told us Squinty Pip was a hugger, but I'm glad that part was exaggerated. Uh, yes, no. <laughs> and so, uh, you, big guy, I'm guessing you're, uh, Great Maul McTickleton? <laughs> oh my god, uh, I'm too stupid for this. Uh, I guess he would, like, look at the other two and they they do the thumbs up and he goes yeah oh okay hey wait a minute the uh the furbolg guard uh pipes up i thought great mom was left-handed he's ambidextrous who would have thought and oh. i'll swing two maces around <laughs> And uh, you, uh, the fashionably dressed one, mm -hmm. uh, Lord Pompey Fogelstruck? <laughs> Lady, they, um, uh, they mistook that uh, in the paperwork, you see. Uh, and, you know, they told me that you would have a list, too, but, um, you know. I, I do, I just haven't pulled it out yet. 
uh, a lisp. Oh, sorry, I said it. it comes out when I'm nervous. Sorry, but you all seem to make me very comfortable, so I'm and, all right. And so that would mean you're uh, Mad Haggy's Dragon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am indeed that name. Wait a minute. Uh, the uh, halfling speaks up. They they said that Mad Hattie Flagon speaks in rhyme. Did they now? Holy cow! <laughs> the uh, the female is gonna speak again. I don't care. Somebody signed as Squinty Pip. My job here is done. So if you're here to investigate the uh to investigate the fisher by all means go ahead thank you <laughs> uh, uh sorry do you have any questions have you been down there yet because it's awfully scary i'll bet have i gone down there no uh but uh some other guards two other members of the general morgan's watch uh, Ava Tish and uh, Sergeant Ava Tish and Constable Yander Boot uh, descended uh, yesterday to make sure it didn't have anything dangerous. Um, they followed a passage north and uh, they haven't been seen and heard since. Speaking nice. of dangerous things, we saw a man get grabbed by some gray thing in an alleyway up the street. Does that have uh, anything to do with what's in the fissure? No, but and you I are don't care about it. City Watch. Yeah, that's not my assignment. Uh, so don't get paid thing. for that. Yeah, yeah. You're doing that's... a really good job at watching the city. Thank you. Any other questions? No. What's the easiest way to get down? I mean, you could jump. <laughs> Is or there like could... a ladder uh you do see there is a hempen rope that is anchored firmly in the rubble uh that dangles down into the darkness this appears to be what was set up by the last two watch people who went down here right all right let's go and he grabs the rope and just into the darkness um let's do the heavy Heavily armored folks first. Uh, Connie, maybe you next. Oh, of course. I think that sounds like a swell idea. Thanks. And she winks because she can't remember. Uh, thanks, S Squinty Pete. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get down there with using both my feet. <laughs> and like she's just like really having a hard time coming up with rhymes on the fly. Uh, and then it's gonna get on the rope and just disappear as well. Okay, make an athletic check. All right. That's, I'm gonna use my inspiration if that's all right. Sure. All right, cool. That's much better, uh, athletics. That is a uh, 16. Okay, you do not tumble down the sloping fissure and take no bludgeoning damage. Next. I don't do Ladies climbing. First. Well, <laughs> mm. how else do you plan on getting down there? It's... 
I thought there might be a ladder or a staircase. I was going to see if a Gurk could carry me down, but he kind of just, you know, went down. Well, there's a rope. That's kind of like a ladder. It's like half of a ladder. <laughs> True. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. Never had to climb a rope in my entire life. I can't believe I'm doing this right now. <laughs> she goes to it and just very tentatively starts <laughs> going down the rope. Like okay, she doesn't you, know what she's doing. Can you make an athletics check? Yeah, I sure can. Can I use my inspiration? Absolutely. Is it a d6? Uh, no, it's just reroll the d20. Oh, okay, thank god. Okay, um... <laughs> I, I rolled... <laughs> I rolled, uh... A six and one. Plus one! Seven. Great. Okay. Seven. Um, so... This is like a slope going going down, so you're you're climbing down uh, this rope, but you're you you've never climbed a rope in your life. It's clearly not what you're used to, and you slip, start falling and tumbling down, and you're going to be taking six points of bludgeoning damage. Ow! <laughs> oh my god, are you okay? Which is, which is almost as much damage as you took earlier. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's one point off because I'm at three hit points now, oh, guys. Whoa, you did not do that right. I know. I did not thank you for pointing it out. Huh. Alolan turns back to the guards and gives them a thumbs up, like, this is going great. And then he'll start making his way down the rope. <laughs> make an athletic check. You sure? Wow. That's a, that's a wizard's favorite check. Uh, Connie will offer up her healing potion, uh, to Vi. Her potion? Yeah, my potion. Potion. I got a 10. A 10? You you do not take any bludgeoning damage. Oh, good. I'm not sure that's an actual healing potion, dear. What do you mean? It's the same color? It smells kind of fruity? It actually does. Mm -hmm. Why would that guy in the alleyway selling potions lie to us? Okay, maybe it's because common isn't my first language, but that sign that he set up there looked really nice. Potions? It looked handmade. What is this? (laughs) And Hergurk hands out his too, the the healing potion. Uh, Hergurk, are you going down? Oh, Girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said was... I went down first. Yeah. I just, I forgot to do a roll. Uh, 15. Okay, that's more than a 10. You're fine. <laughs> Haven't you ever been to a devil's market before? They sell handmade stuff there all the time. A devil's market? Yeah, a devil's market. You know, like sometimes they got crafts, or like popcorn bags, or they Even sell the like abyssal fried chicken. What? Abyssal fried. That sounds good. It's delicious. 
Uh, a colonel in one of those like blood war situations. He specializes in it. Absolutely delicious. Get your inspiration back. <laughs> <laughs> Not the colonel. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't had abyssal fried chicken. Well, if we ever go and visit Grandpa Momo, then we will have to try some. Grandpa Momo. Yeah, Grandpa. He's like the nicest guy ever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, take that. <laughs> She'll take the, the healing potion. You take you both you of them? Just, just, one, just the one. <laughs> All right. Do you drink it? I, I drink it. Okay. You, uh, so it tastes like, like kind of earthy. Uh, I said kombucha. It's the booch. It's the booch. Sort of. It's it's a little bit worse than kombucha. It's like, <laughs> like it's like a really like like it hasn't all settled. It's like a little bit more gritty. Uh, you do recover one hit point. Mm, I don't feel that much better. I'm. Well, maybe like it takes a little bit of time, you know. Like let it sure. Like it's not sitting I'm... well with you. Oh no! But you do feel a little bit better. Right, I'm going to, and she'll just kind of like um, her hands begin to glow, very, very pretty, almost prismatic, a glow, very glittery, and she'll just kind of like boop herself on the forehead and cast cure wounds. <laughs> right. Now, as you all. Uh, watch this happen uh, and the glow from this sort of illuminates the room for uh, a half second you do see that uh, this sinkhole fissure is it ends at a level floor like a very level floor like this stone has been worked uh, just debris and pieces of the wood that came up from the warehouse are, are spread across the floor uh, but you see this underground passage uh, you see that it's blocked to the south like, it looks like it goes for a little bit, but then, like, there's, like, stone and a lot of rubble blocking the way. Uh, and, but it continues into darkness to the north. Is there anyone without dark vision? I think you all have dark vision. Does Alelan have dark vision? I don't think Alelan has dark vision. Does Alelan not have dark vision? I just checked and I don't see it. <laughs> where is it on the sheet? I don't know where it is unless it's there. It would be, it would be, on, be the left, on the left hand side under your senses. No, I do not. Huh. But I'm partially amphibious. <sighs> yeah, that, have... that's helpful. That's like I... seeing in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like seeing in the dark. It's breathing underwater. Yeah. It's like... Don't worry, I make up for both of us. I have superior dark vision. <laughs> So I, I'll take your dark vision and double mine. That's what happened. No, you don't. I'm looking at the Simic hybrid. Never mind. <laughs> um, also, you see two pairs of human-sized boot prints uh, easily spotted in the dust uh, that head northward. Uh, you do see smaller fissures, holes and cracks uh, riddled the passage, but, you know, even a halfling would find the largest of them a very, very tight fit. 
um, from these little holes, you hear the pitter-patter of very tiny feet that seem to be approaching very quickly. Oh. Babies? <laughs> and uh, out from one of these holes, a uh, rodent, uh, a very big rodent face sort of peeks out. It's of unusual size? It is a rodent of unusual size. It is a rat of giant size, except its fur is green. Roll for an issue. Oh, oh no. Green it's fur. the R-U-S. It's the R-U-S. What? Why do I only roll good for initiative? <laughs> Wait, sorry. That would be a two. I rolled a nat one for initiative. That's a rat. Yep. Connie's here for the ride. So did I. I rolled a one, but it's a four. Um, but uh, so obviously, Hagert's like tracks, <laughs> and he's looking down at the tracks and does not see the rat. Rats appear. Rats. <laughs> uh, and by since you were the first person to notice this, uh, what are you gonna do? You see this first green rat head uh, peek out, and then like do this really really loud snarl, and you like as you turn around to warn your friends, you see. From three other holes, rats start peeking out. Oh, dear. Um, well, I haven't brandished this in a while. <laughs> She'll take out her rapier. <laughs> it's really nice and really fancy. <laughs> Never right. been used. No, it's for decoration, of course. How far away is the first one? Uh, you could easily get to it. All right. She will. Dear, these are gross. And she'll go and just kind of like <laughs> slash it in, but like not with finesse. She's she knows how to use it, but she doesn't like. She's not the fighting type. She has other people fight for her. Okay, and we'll say at this point the rat has emerged from the hole uh, okay. so that it doesn't gain benefit from cover. Make your attack. 21. 21, that will certainly hit. Please roll for damage. It is four. <laughs> it squeaks in horror and pain. Uh, and then it is going to try and bite you. No, please, I don't know what diseases you're carrying. I think in that 20 hits. Uh, Vi's having a rough time. Vi's having a real rough time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Vi's having such a rough day. Six? <laughs> You, you take six? <laughs> Still up? <laughs> yeah, barely. Alright. Uh, an another uh, pair of rats is going to come out and go after uh, Hugert, who does not seem to have noticed them at this point. Nope. Um, well, they're not going to get advantage from that, but they will get advantage from the pack tactics of 
uh, going up against each other. Oh god! <laughs> Does a 20 hit you? Yep. You're going to be taking six points of piercing damage. Good hit from a rat. Damn. And I think a 22 is also going to hit. Oh, God. Or four points. Okay. Why? Still standing. Connor, why? This is great. (laughs) Alellan, save us. I can't fucking see. I'm legally blind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you can see. You can see in this room. Okay. Because uh, like you've just walked down from the uh, from the warehouse in like midday, so like the sunbeams are clearly coming down in the room. Great. Uh, it's just like the path is to the north. You're gonna have trouble with. Yeah, Lone's still trying to figure out where things are in the spell book and doesn't have time to find another spell, <laughs> so he's just gonna go with Jim's magic missile again. <laughs> And digs another coin out of his pocket and gives it to the greedy purple hand. Um, so that's three more missiles to roll. So that's a 15. A 15 is going to hit. A natural 20. A natural 20 is going to crit. And a 12. A 12 is just going to hit. Nice. So this is the apparently, if you score a critical hit, Instead of doubling the dice, you roll five d four. Okay. Instead of two, I don't I feel like that's unnecessary for these rats, but I love it. So okay, well, let's like roll of... two, right? So yeah, I normally base. roll two. Yeah. So, so you then I roll four, okay. but they just give you an extra one. Give you a bonus because you know you paid for know. it. I paid for it. Yeah. So the uh, the first is, one is it just five d four or is it five d four plus five d four? Yeah. Okay. So the first one takes two d4, which is three. Okay. Do you want this one to be the one that was attacking by? Yes. Okay. That one is dead. Nice. Uh, the second one that takes five d4. Oh, that's a good click clacks on this little character sheet. Okay, that was four ones and a four, so that's eight damage. Okay, that'll kill another one. Oh, nice. I am all powerful. Uh, and the last uh, one. Do you want this to be uh, one of the ones that has attacked Hagurk or a new one? Yeah, one of the ones that attacks Hagurk, and then the other one that attacked Hagurk is going to take five damage. Okay. Uh, so one of those is still up. And that's me. That's my that's my spellcasting shiz. All right. Uh, at this point, uh, there are still. There's one rat that's going to go after Connie. Does a 13 hit? It does not. All right. Uh, another rat is going to come out and come after you, Alellan. Oh, God. <laughs> a 23 is going to hit. Yeah, it is. Change your dice. <laughs> for three points of damage. Ouch three points that's oh you're basically dead yeah yeah that's half (laughs) and the last rat is going to uh avenge its fallen brethren and try to attack hagurk does a 22 hit oh wait pack tactics does 22 hit yep 
for three points of piercing. Okay. Uh, so whack, 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 rats are on him, and he's like, "Dudes, whoa, whoa! You're like cool looking. Can't we be friends?" And then he goes down. Hergurk's down. Oh no! Oh, all right. Make your first death save. I didn't make this encounter. Connor, this happens every time. It Two. does, because Wizards of the Coast doesn't know how to make level one adventures. <laughs> they know how to do like level three to like level seven, and then you never go past seven. No. <laughs> Hagurk, is that is that yay or nay? Uh it was a two. Oh, so okay. Connie. One one failed us. death said. <laughs> All right. How many rats are there? Uh, there are currently f- four rats still alive and a Hagurk who is bleeding out covered in rats. Oh, he's he'll be fine. And she is going to go over to her friend Hagurk uh, and she is going to cast Cure Wounds. Okay. So Hagurk, you are going to be gaining five points of health. Okay, thank you. Yeah, no problem, sugar. Um, and then bonus action. I already used a spell with a slot, so I can't do anything on that. And I already made an attack action, so she's just going to like be looking defensive, like side by side with Hagurk to like try and draw the rats to attack her instead of her injured friend. Bye. How you doing? Thank you. Um, what what you want to do? She's just gonna slap her thigh and cast your wounds. Okay. I hate today. Fuck, of course I roll a... Wait, oh no, I rolled the wrong thing. One second, thank god. Okay. She's good, guys. Um, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, one of these rats uh, was on Hogurk, but sees Connie coming into the fray uh, and is going to uh, reach out and try to attack Connie. 22. That will hit, surprisingly, I know. New dice, please. Huh? <laughs> Change These are my dice. bad dice. Oh god. They fight That's a lie. Connor, they've been waiting. They've been waiting for you to run the game so that way they this can is, be good again. Actually, this is the first time that I've busted up a dice since I moved. Oh man, it's the the ley lines are different. They're, they're thirsty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're thirsty for blood. All right. Uh okay. So you took your four Alellan. I need it to make a dexterity save. Why did you need to make a dexterity save? Because I'm a tiefling and I'm using my hellish rebuke. Oh. 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 21. They'll be taking half. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, And then they are going to be taking half. uh, Because, God, what is hellish rebuke as a spell? It's a d10? No, 2d10. Because tieflings do it at second level. They do it at second level. So it's 2d10, I think. I think it's 
Not sure. Using D and D Beyond, we should be able to see that okay. and even be able to click it with the new dice roller now in beta. I can't use the dice roller because I pick up the desktop sounds so people will always hear me roll. Clickety clickety click. Exactly. Who doesn't want to hear the click clack? Oh my god. Yeah, okay. Uh, if you use the Theros dice, it's a big doom doom. Okay, so bear with us just a moment. Why am I like this? Okay. Actually, yeah, cause Infernal Legacy. Oh, when I reach third level, I can cast Hellish Rebuke. So ah. it don't matter. That's why it's 3d10 is because you're third level at that point. Oh. Never mind. Attack a level. Roll percentage dice. <gasps> oh no. Grab a momo. Uh, that's a 78. Nah. Okay. That's okay. Grandpa was not, Grandpa was not today. Grandpa's busy. He's doing stuff. Uh, all right. Alelan. Oh. Is it my turn? Yes. Oh my. Um, how many rats? Uh, at this point, there are four. Four? Okay. I'm just gonna pick one. Um, I'm not. Whichever one looks most injured, you know how it is. Okay. Uh, that would be and, the one that just attacked Tani. Yeah, and Alone's gonna cast Chill Touch, but instead of being like a skeletal hand, it's like the hand of your supervisor, and they're about to tell you that you're fired. You're fired. That's a twenty-four. Twenty-four is gonna hit. Take this five necrotic damage. Right, that rat is dead. The disappointment. Anything else? The cold hand of a Karen. Yes, I was green. Let's just speak to the manager. Uh, no, that's that's all I can do. All right. Uh, these three rats have a lot of people around them, and are all going to take the dodge action. Oh, jeez. As they wait in anticipation, but they're still on top of Hagurk. Hagurk, it is now your turn. He uses his orangutan long arms to get to his feet. And, uh, thanks, Connie. And blam, blam, drum stroke with his two maces. Uh, one of the rats does fall off of you. All right. But the other two seem to still be clinging onto your uh your fur all right or no your chain shirt because change you want a chain shirt yep a 14 and a 15 both of them will hit all right double bases uh one is five and one is two points of damage seven is exactly the number of hit points for a giant rat nice uh, so this green giant rat that is on the floor uh, having just fallen off of you you immediately splat splat right and i'm like sorry little dude i hate killing animals connie oh god we're already all through this uh hmm she is yeah because by use cure wounds she is going to oh, pull sorry hugger but 
Can you roll those dice one more time? They took the dodge action. <laughs> oh, disadvantage. Alright. Uh, it still would have been uh, dirty 22 and uh, 12. Okay, yeah, they still both would have hit. AC okay. 12. Cool, cool. Thank you. Good Sorry call. About that. No, no, good call. Connie. Connie is going to... Uh, she has yet to pull out a weapon, uh, but she is going to pull out a Warhammer with her shield in the other hand. Uh, and she is, and like the thing about the Warhammer as well is that it looks like it has a, like the same pattern that's on the front of her tabard is embedded on this Warhammer. Like if you got struck with it hard enough, it might leave that impression on a person. Uh, it's a little bit of a raised surface. And she is going to uh, just kind of like swing low uh, and attempt to strike at this rat uh, that has... Because uh, there are two that were there, right? There are two that are still on Hagurk. Okay, I'll, I'll be attacking one of them that's on Hagurk. Yep. All right, so it's a disadvantage because they took the dodge action. Yep. So does a 12 hit? Just hits. Thank goodness. So, for that is going to hmm, be minimum damage of three. Okay. And then I am... You see Connie get a, a little flustered uh, at what has happened. And uh, she kind of like puts her hands on her waist and she says... <laughs> Grandpa Momo, that's not fair! I, they were supposed to go down! And she's going to use her War Priest bonus action uh, to make a second attack against the against this creature that she was obviously supposed to kill with the first hit. Uh, that doesn't hit. Grandpa's busy today. Uh, she got a nine. Uh, Vi, you're up. Followed by Lelan. I just, uh, after curing herself, she just looks at everyth uh, everything going on and her girl having rats on him and just rats in general. And she's like, this has been an awful day and I'm tired. And then she actually holds the, the uh, rapier properly and starts properly slicing. Okay. <laughs> like she was mimicking not being able to use it. Uh, please make an attack with disadvantage. Mm, I don't like that. No hit. <laughs> Nine. That's not enough. I'm sorry. She doesn't know how to use a rapier. <laughs> <laughs> Is she pretending or not? Nah? Hold one. I only have one damage in cantrip, so I think that's what I'm going to do. More Karens. He's summoning the spirit of more Karens. <laughs> uh, this is a disadvantage, right? Yes. A 14. Will hit. Hiya. Six points of necrotic damage. That rat is dead. There is one rat remaining. Uh, it is going to reach out and try to bite Connie. Because it because Connie just swung at it. She's having like a little bit of like she's mad at herself. That's a 13 hit. It does not. 18 it is the number that you're looking for. Well, this green rat Seems like it's also mad at itself. Agurk. 
uh, Fitz Brad Hatch jumped off of you and tried to lunge at Connie. Last chance, little guy. You can come home and be my pal. <laughs> Do all my hits. Oh, damn. Uh, not disadvantage, right? Not disadvantage. Okay. Uh, both 30, 20 pluses. Okay. Those will hit. All right. Man. All told, seven and two is uh, nine. So as you splat, splat this rat and uh, hit it in its belly, uh, as a very satisfying splat happens, uh, there's also a <laughs> as uh, something comes out of this rat's mouth. It is a finger with a little platinum ring around it. That sort of like makes a satisfying little ding as it goes across the floor. But otherwise, the room is silent. Everything okay down there? Uh, lots no. of green rats. Green Why are rats. they green? I thought the RIUs were a myth. I don't know why they're green. I think I thought that was what you were supposed to be figuring out. What's down there? Good job. Apparently, green rats. And a finger. Are you missing a finger? Got all my fingers. Got all your Gene. toes. We found those too. I think I'm good. Oh no. Gene. Do you know anyone who's missing a finger? Or. What I tell No. For the purposes of this, we have all of our phalanges. Uh, what's a phalange? Right. Somebody pick up the ring. Oh, Connie will do it. I'm yeah. not touching that. I yeah. Hand it over. Probably worth some amount of gold. And do you take the finger with it or just the ring? No, just the ring. I huck the finger. Okay. Uh, and then uh. Pergurk's like picks up one of the rats and he's kind of like fat in its head and he's like, I tried, little guys. Sorry. And he piles them up nice and neat in the corner. Well, and just kind of does precedigitation on your hands, just like, please do not pick up dead rats. They carry uh, plague. No, they're cute. Look at them. Look at them. He's a cutie. Yep. I don't know what's so cute about these ones. They don't even have stingers. <laughs> They're green. Hey, where are you from? The Nine Hills. That makes sense. She just has a big, like, again, like, yeah, we did it! Look on her face. <laughs> sort of makes sense. Alright, so we were supposed to go down and... Uh um we look for the missing people. Uh does this signet does this ring have any like mark of station or design or is it just like a platinum band? Inside etched inside the ring is the name Burton Boot. <gasps> that was one of the people that went down here a couple days ago and then went missing. Oh my god. 
Well, we found part of him. Does that count? I think it does. He is super deceased. <laughs> but maybe he's just super. missing a finger. <laughs> uh, maybe he also <laughs> lost a phalange, too. What's a phalange? I don't know. It sounds funny. Alright, well... Uh, do you want to keep going along, or do you want to take a take a little rest? I think while we're here, taking a, a, a quick rest might not be so bad of an idea. Sounds fine. I mean, no. we've we've murdered several things today. I, I think we've earned it. If you would like, you could possibly attempt a long rest. That seems a bit much. I don't want to stay down here longer than I have to. I'm not like I'm not super tired. We're pretty banged up, but you know, I can do with a, a weedy nap. Okay. So if if you would like, you could take a short rest. Uh, D and D Beyond should take care of most of your limited use abilities, and you would be able to roll a hit die. Nice. I went back to full. Yay! I already had all my hit points. <laughs> Are we all able to see in the dark? Is this a thing? Not me. I have candles and a tinder box. I don't know how long the candles will last, but it's better than nothing. I I should have some torches somewhere. I have here. this, and she'll just throw up dancing lights. <laughs> that works as well. Wow, those are pretty. They're all like different because they're like purples and blues and this starts swirling together. <laughs> Magic is pretty sweet. It is. <sighs> so. Connie, right? Well, yeah. That's me. Name's okay. Conquest, but you can call me Connie if you like. Conquest? Mm -hmm. Oh. Again, like, very big-hearted name. Big-hearted smile. You don't seem like you're from the Nine Hells. What makes you say that? I've met a few hellish people in my time. They don't seem to have the same attitude you do. Well, I have been told that I have a surplus of gumption. Those <laughs> <laughs> are do you have inspiration? Yes, I do. Okay. Do you have any of that gumption to spare? Well, I think I've had gumption before. Me no, wait, that was gumbo. Ooh, I love gumbo. Take some hell prawns, just mix them all in there. It's delicious. Little poisonous, but little poison never hurt nobody. A little poison did hurt a lot of people. Mm. Really? Over time. Yeah. Ah, like that one general guy. Well, if you get the right poison, you don't need much of it. I suppose that's also true. I'm learning so much hanging out with you guys. This is great. And if it's tasteless and smell, and you can't smell it, there's no way of tracking it. Oh, there's a mummer's play where that's involved. It was called like the Princess Bride or something. Mm -hmm. Tasteless, odorless. I love that one. It mm -hmm. sounds like it's so good. Yeah, yeah. 
feel bad for the small man who dies, though. He seemed really clever, and I kind of wanted him to win in the end, but true love, I suppose. Yes, true love. If he was little, it's inconceivable that he would have won. <laughs> oh my god, he said that word! And a big, a big paw comes down to high-five. <laughs> she will gladly high-five back. I think I saw that play. Was it with Marcus? No. Marius. It had that one Goliath named Andre in it. It was incredible. Gee, he won. <laughs> Marvin? No, that was the stable boy. Well, this is all very fascinating. <laughs> but, uh, don't we have a job to do? Mateus! No. That's my bartender. We do have a job. <laughs> I'm feeling ready and relaxed and rearing to go. Good. Morale is important. In Marcus! Work environment. That was his name. Husband number six. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, do you have inspiration? <laughs> no, I don't. Now you do. <laughs> We're certainly learning a lot about each other, and I'm sure none of us will have to file HR forms about this later. What's HR? Oh my. Let's go. Hell, uh, hell riders, I think. <laughs> oh my god, I know them. They're super nice. Not in this module. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, dark passage to the north awaits. Yeah, with these dancing lights up. Let's so, go. you all continue uh, going across this very level worked stone until you make your way into a rectangular passage or a rectangular chamber. Uh, it shows no damage from the earthquake, uh, possibly because of the buttresses and columns supporting the walls and ceiling. Uh, as you walk in, you do notice that there are full, four pools of liquid set into the floor. One is blue, another is green, a third is completely clear, and the last is cloudy, but otherwise colorless. Carvings on the wall seemingly depict the pools and show rogue figures submerging themselves within. And at the far end of the chamber stands a double door with a large, ornately carved lock. There, there are also six columns uh in the middle of the room but yep mm. that might be why the rats were green so don't go into the green one unless you want to be green apparently no it's not a bad color it's just not really for me i know but dear look at me why would i change how i look i mean i'm already sort of green Alright, so the um, clothes are green. Investigating or like looking at the at the depictions on the wall, do the robed figures have any coloration on them? No. They don't. Alright. Um wait. We have a cloak from earlier. So, and Connie will dunk the cloak in the blue pool? Mm hmm Does it come back blue, or is it just wet? It's just wet. Oh. <laughs> dunk it in the green pool. Okay. Pull it back out. Is it green? 
Nope. Well, these just seem like weirdly colored pools. These don't seem like they're going to change in any way. Mm. I mean... Can I just take a look around, try to suss this out? Uh, sure. I mean, you can go ahead and look closer at the pools. You can look at the double doors at the end of the hall. Yeah. Hergurk's Her watching okay. the double doors. Uh, as you go up, make an investigation check. Ooh, yeah. I get to add a d4 to those because of... Because of the Dawkins bullshit. Tireless precision. I'm precise. All right, uh, so investigation plus a D4. Oh, I needed it. I needed it real bad. 15. Okay. Uh, there are very ornate carvings uh, on the lock of the door. Uh, Gives slight smell of ozone, but nothing more. Oh. Uh, Is it that ozone kind of, magic smell? Kind of, yeah. Uh, it, it's a little hard to see. Uh, Vi's and her dancing lights are still a bit like further back in the in the red. I got a fourteen, and I do have dark vision. A fourteen is not enough. Okay. Anything door. fun over there? Carvings. Door. A door. Fun. Nope. Hmm. Great. I'm good at opening doors. Open! And she'll cast Thaumaturgy at it. The door does not open. Well, that door's not having... That door cheats. One mm. moment. And she'll come back to the door and then just kind of put her dancing lights near everyone. What is this? This door. There's a lock. Key. Where's the key? Is there a keyhole? Gurk will pull out a... a handful of tools uh, I can you know try it sure I believe you I... the doors for me it would you all give me a few moments I can see if anything's um, gonna magic us to death or something oh thank you as a player i'm like please say something <laughs> no i'm yeah. just gonna let it happen <laughs> i know I'm like, oh my God. i have to detect magic as a ritual okay so we just gotta chill for a hot 11 minutes yeah so <laughs> oh hagurk's asleep if it takes more than like three minutes of standing around yeah, so i was just said... sitting on hagurk <laughs> <laughs> so you set up everything for this ritual and uh you do uh, at, what's the range? Oh, I think it's like 30 feet. Yeah, so you would get that the two pools uh, behind the door, as well as uh, the door itself, radiate transmutation magic. Hmm, that's not, that's not the kind you want cast on you, is it? Transmutation magic turns stuff into other stuff. So that's what that word means. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. Magic totally rules. I gotta get me some. Sure. So what do we do? Well, um, we could always try and take in little swims in the pool and then try and come over and maybe the door will open. Or 
Uh, is there a keyhole? Like, does it look like, oh, you can put a key in here? Or is it like, uh, like, is it just like a complex lock? I'll allow you to make another investigation check. All right. Uh, investigation, that is a 13. Okay. It does not look like a normal key a keyhole hmm. like uh, looking at it you do get the sense that if you tried using thieves tools you might be able to like find a way to finagle the mechanism inside but there's if there is a key it is a very non-traditional one we think one of the rats ate the key or maybe it's at one of the bottom of these pools. Oh my god! Well, you can feel free to test them out. I'm done testing strange liquids today. Well, I think that between green and blue, I would probably look better in blue. Uh, so... And she will, uh, like, chain shirt, uh, chain mail off. Like, take some time to just, like, get down to comfortable clothes and then she's mm -hmm. gonna swim down rope okay. tie a rope around you so do you do you fully submerge yourself into the yeah, pool, yeah, into the pool, pool. okay make a charisma saving throw <laughs> why would I need to do that that's crazy um, <laughs> that is a 14 Images of horror overwhelm your mind. Great. On a failure, the character will have visions of terrible calamities such as rotting flesh, crumbling edifices, and political speeches, which would impose uh, disadvantage on initiative rolls. But Connie succeeded. So uh, instead, these visions will put the character on edge, uh, granting her advantage on initiative rolls. Wow! Oh my god, it reminded me of home. <laughs> <laughs> they had rotting flesh and politics. Oh, it's just like a devil's market. But, like, was there a key? There was no key. There was no key in that one. But I'm wanna... feeling chipper. Feeling full of husband. You weren't feeling chipper before. Oh, I was, but now, now I feel like if something is gonna like get the drop on us, like I'll be there, like one of those like deep crows, like just right at it. Hmm. Uh huh. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Green cat. It looks. She's acting like she just had some coffee, and you're not sure she handles <laughs> caffeine well. Yeah. Green camp ruin my outfit so i guess i could try that one do you think it was helpful oh i think, I think it was it... super helpful rope rope yes the model just kind of <laughs> dunk you're the one who's partly amphibious you're gonna hold your nose yeah i can't breathe for an hour <laughs> Does he it's want fun. to? So Do I want, yeah, wanting to is the other. Is the, this nasty green water. Which 
Speaking of nasty green water, make a constitution saving throw. Oh, it's poison. I love it. I don't have advantage on that particular saving throw, so that's disappointing. Uh, fitting. Fifteen. So, uh, you're going to make this constitution saving throw as poison courses into your body. On a Gross. failure, which you did not fail, uh, you'd be taking uh, some poison damage, and you would get vulnerability to poison. But oh, gross. since you succeeded, you would take no damage, and you will actually gain resistance to poison damage. Nice. For this how will, long? This will, this will last until your next long rest. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add that bad boy in there. Resistance to poison. Um, yeah, Alolan will come back up and say that. I don't recommend that. That was. That felt like poison. <laughs> yeah, but was there a key? There was no key. No. Are you poisoned? No. Oh. Well, then it's weak poison. I actually well, feel, I actually feel much safer around you, Vi. <laughs> Why? Why would you ever say that? No reason. Whoever made this poison clearly know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So what are you guys gonna do? You guys gonna get in there as well? It is super cool. All right, they... your crap. This rope around me. Did did they did they turn colors? No. Okay. Yep. All right. H hen tie shoulder harness thingy. Uh... Oh. <laughs> hey, I tried there. to let others guys up like that. So we're not there yet, dear. Okay. Just saying. <laughs> Keep Just your hands safety. to yourself. Uh, you know. Oh my god! I'm gonna pat my back and cast guidance. Be like, good luck down there. Okay. Uh, are you going to go? Which pool are you going to go into? The clear one. The clear one. Okay. That could happen in that one. Uh-huh. She's just very tentatively going to stay <laughs> like her foot in. Okay. Wait a minute. She gives her jacket to Connie. Keep this dry. It's very expensive. Don't drop it. I will treasure this. It's only to be held. It's not yours. <laughs> She'll put her foot in. Okay. As you put your foot in, nothing happens. She'll go in completely. Okay. Uh, as you get fully submerged in the pool, uh, make a intelligent saving throw <laughs> no, that's... as the infinite possibilities of the multiverse seep into your brain guidance also want to have negative two on guidance <laughs> also only works on ability checks not saving throws so yep. oh. oh i did i rolled a 15 minus okay. two 13 okay. uh so uh on a successful save which this is a successful save oh thank god uh, the character gains a clarity of mind that grants advantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma checks and saving throws. Woo! So nice. all mental, all mental checks and saving throws you have advantage on until your next long rest. That was awesome, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> she just lays against against one of the walls. 
I saw so much. Like, Connie will, like, put your robe over you. Like, <laughs> if you had, like, a little bit of hot cocoa, it would look like you just got done with a traumatic event. <laughs> there are so many possibilities, Connie. What? So she's grabbing her by the shoulder. So many. I shared these mushrooms with these goblins once. I, I had that look. Alright. Oh, and she snaps her fingers, casts precision on herself. And you are tied off. Uh, Alellan's just like, welcome to the club. <laughs> I do feel great, though. I feel like my brain is, you know, active. Hey, Casey. Hagurk! Girl, yeah. are you gonna yeah. go? Oh no! What? Why? Cause uh, he said that was poison. Her brain, she got brain tingles. Oh and, yeah, but they feel great. And uh, you were. Uh, I was reminded of home. It was awesome. Now I'm feeling like really chipper. <laughs> I, I think I'm good. Nothing I think you should totally do it, Hagurk. There are four pools, and three of uh, us have gone in three of them. I mean, if you don't uh, want to go, I'll I thought, go again. I thought, there, I thought there was only three pools. No, there was uh, okay. Uh, what's the fourth one? The fourth one is cloudy. Oh. Yeah. But otherwise colorless. Okay. Can't get any dirtier than I am. Cannonball! <laughs> and I, I take my gear off and then jump in the pool. Like total cannonball, like all three hundred pounds of me. Wait, why? How come we didn't have to tie him? I don't think, I think we maybe could pull he was, him off if we wanted to. Maybe he was just doing that for kicks. I don't. Wow, what's excellent knot work? I do. Please make hey, a wisdom save. Girk didn't even think about it. Wisdom, okay. All right. A wisdom saving throw to endure the intense itching. Oh no! Acid <laughs> that fills this pool. He's got fleas. It's just a flea dip. That's all. It, it'll be good for me. Oh, fuck. Uh, ten. A ten. Nine plus one. Is exactly what you need to succeed. Ooh. <laughs> uh, same, very similar thing to the green pool. Uh, you gain resistance to acid damage. Sweet. And as, Throw it in uh, a coat of base. And as Hugurk, uh emerges from the pool, nothing happens. What? Uh, Did you find yeah. a key down there? Oh, uh, nobody's back in. Nobody has <laughs> found a key. Okay. Furiously flips through my copy of Puzzles for Toddlers. This isn't in there. <laughs> and and Hugurk gets out of the pool like you know, like swim team, you know all slick and, and, and wet fur then shakes off. Don't do that over there. President should take myself again. Uh, if you would like, uh, you could maybe look at the mural uh, again to see if there was a detail you missed. Look at the door again. I will look again. I will what review the murals. So the art on the wall is a series of rope uh, 
rogue figures dipping themselves into these pools. Uh, you can make an intelligence check of some sort. I got a 20. Not a natural so, one. And Vi, you have advantage. Right? I do. Uh, Alolan, there is nothing on these fig- on these depictions that make them look like separate figures. Oh. Who wants to take a few more dips in the baths? I think I would in terms I would have advantage by seven minus two. So like wait. Oh wait, no, that's just intelligence. I mean, do they uh is there an order that the dude is going in the things? Uh so going from left to right along the mural, it was the clear one, then the blue one, then the green one, then the cloudy one. I did the clear one, I can do the rest. Sounds great. Alright. Good luck. Thanks. Better be worth it. So it's clear, green one, blue one, and red. Or cloudy. Oh god. Clear. Colors. Blue. <laughs> so you would just be able to look at the okay. wall. Okay. Clear. Clear. Then blue. Okay. Should go to the That right. one's so super I... cool. So make a charisma saving throw. Okay, I got plus five and I get a vanish. Sixteen. So as uh, as these visions of rotting flesh, crumbling edifices, and political speeches, uh, in it's huge, <laughs> embrace your mind. Uh, you uh, get advantage on initiative rules. That was very it's incredible, right? No. What? What's the next color? Green. Okay. That one's poison. Cool. I'm good with poisons. Hmm. Let's go the green one. Alright, it will be a constitution saving throw. Uh, that one I don't get advantage on. Ten! Ten is exactly what you need. Uh, you gain resistance to poison damage. I don't know about you guys, but I feel great. <laughs> it's almost uh, as if this room is meant to buff you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she'll go into the uh, the last one. Okay, that's going to be an intelligence saving throw. No, it's going to be a wisdom saving throw. And I get advantage on it, right? You do. Oh, thank God, because one of them was one. Uh, 19. <laughs> okay, you gain resistance to acid damage, and as Vi uh, is submerged in this fourth uh, pool, uh, the there's a faint click from the lock, uh, and it breaks open. Uh, Vi, remember this for later. Okay. <laughs> uh, but you have received the blessing of that which endures. Blessing of that which hinders? That which endures. Yeah. That which endures. Okay. 
Fujindo. <laughs> I feel amazing. Oh, the door's open. Oh, great. Let's go. See your magic. Cool. Yeah. I'm definitely magic. And go. So as this passage run, runs east uh, through the double doors, uh, eventually it'll widen to 30 feet just for the next 90 feet. So like this, this little passage through the door just like opens up for a little bit and then ends at a wall on the other side where you see another set of double doors. Do we have to dip ourselves in more liquids? You don't see any liquid in this room. It's just it is just this passageway that now, we... ends at a wall, and then there's another pair of double doors. I am super good at opening doors. If you guys need those doors open, go for it. And Connie will like very assuredly snap her fingers forward and use thaumaturgy to open the doors. The doors. Let me let me triply check this. The doors do not open. You keep saying that they, the doors aren't open. No, there there is a trick to these doors. They are sneaky doors. They are cheater doors. Sneaky cheater doors. So sneaky cheater doors. I've never heard of such things. The old-fashioned way, maybe. Keys. Magic. Lockpicks. So I'm assuming all of this is being done uh, at the opening of this room. Yeah. Okay. How does how does one check for traps? Uh, you would check for traps by making a perception check. Oof, I'm very good at those. I think that you can do you can do as well as your heart guides you to, and I'll cast guidance on you. <laughs> Great. All right. Oh, well, yeah, that's a natural 20, so it's fine. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Actually, what I will do with a natural 20 is... 27, actually, if you want to add everything up. Okay, well, with a 27... Fucking hell. With the guidance. uh, You're going to notice that the layout of this room looks like this, and you will notice uh, some faint charring uh some uh a, a little bit of ozone that like if you just look at it just a little bit you can see almost as if it was written in invisible ink some runes uh subtle details on stonework you notice that there are four distinct traps in this room oh and on that map, they're marked A, B, C, and D. Yeah. Uh, we'll just be like, ah, the floor. We shouldn't step on some of these areas. I'm not sure how to get past a couple of them, though. They span the entire room. Any ideas on how to avoid about 10 feet of fuck you floor? You could jump really far. You can jump really far. Oh, well, thank you. It's a very nice compliment. I probably cannot. I'm not really a jumper. Ten feet. Now, uh, 
11. If you wanted to, you you think you have a good understanding of the evocation stuff that was used to make this trap. Like there's there's some like subtle stuff about it. You may be able to suppress it normally for a little bit. Hmm. Uh, without tapping into more magical resources. Oh, uh, try that then. To do so, I would need you to make an Arcana check. I can do that. 17. Okay. Uh, trap A has been suppressed for one minute. Okay, stick to the walls, folks. Um, and then before trap D, I'll stop everyone. Do I do the same thing on this one? No. Oh. Boo. What, what is it? Kind of trap is you, ju you just recognize that there's subtle differences in the stonework, but so, you don't recognize a trigger that is anywhere here. So just ten feet. I mean, no. it's it's cool on the other side. Yeah, and uh, Alone actually pointed out to you, and everyone. So you see, this part looks a little funny. Johnny, you you can do ten feet, right? Oh yeah, super easy. Hmm. All right. <laughs> What do you guys hop on? All right. All right. And I'll I'll piggyback jump with my powerful build. I can carry like six hundred some pounds, so I'll just I'll, and I can jump seventeen feet with a run, so without having to make a roll even. Unless the trap shoots up from the floor if you don't touch it. No, I mean I, as you jump across. Nothing happens. All right. <laughs> Good job. Pats your head as you, and then gets down. How does jump? How, do, how does jumping work? Uh, you can you use your legs. So, so if you knees. if you click on your movement on D &D beyond, uh, it should have the jumping rules in there. Ooh, movement. That is like where your speed is. Yes. Long jump. I see. You the have a number... 10 strength. <laughs> I have a 12 strength. Oh, cool. That's something I've never used in D&D before. <laughs> well, even a Lelan can make that jump. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, everybody jumps across this floor. Uh, and there are these ornate double doors in front of you. Yeah. Do it again. Right? You're you're gonna you're gonna jump through the double doors. Well, no, because there is the because there is a. Yeah, you've just map. jumped over the trap D. Oh, okay. He, supp he suppressed yeah. uh, Alan or uh, uh, Al suppressed the first one, so oh, we just walked. Okay, there. yeah, yep. I'll go up to the double doors. Give him an old shimmy shake. Make a straight check. Oh, at least it wasn't a deck save. Strength check, that is a 21. 
right? Do you, as the as Connie gives it a little shimmy shake, the door breaks down. <laughs> I said and I was good at opening doors. Does the Wookiee? And you see into the into the next room. Uh, as Connie does that, uh, you notice uh, the smell of ozone, and as you look back, you see a flash of magic from that goes across the entire room from area D. You get the sense that this might have been the trigger for that trap. You'll be touching hmm. the door. Uh, but as you turn back, you realize that you see uh, settled on the walls of the next chamber are uh, slabs that hold human-sized bodies wrapped from head to toe in strips of off-white cloth. Uh, these, as the door begins to fall on the ground, these bodies begin to rise. Um, now, Val, you could have yeah. just said this is where you put your ex-husbands. <laughs> Why would I bury them like this? Let's, uh... Let's Why are you burying them in the first place? I think is a better question. <laughs> I don't <laughs> bury my husbands. I cremate them. Thank you very much. Perfect. Oof. I know. I know we're close. But let's 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 roll for some initiative. This this will be our our last Yeehaw. encounter for the night. I am so good at opening doors. Oh, that was pretty cool. She just like gives like a little like Ugh. a jerk. <laughs> there are these four what look like mummies. <laughs> this isn't That's, good, guys. This that seem to be coming towards you. This looks bad. Uh what do we do? You guys magicking them, or am I like swatting them? Both. Both. Okay. Are there traps in here, or should we wait till they come to us? This is an awful lot of discussion. <laughs> yes. Mummies walk right, towards. That's uh, her. Gert just stands in the doorway, double maces ready. When that works. <laughs> ready action. When they yeah. get close, wonk wonk. Okay, well, one of these creatures is going to shamble towards you uh, and does get within your range. Uh, an 18 and a 9. Okay, both of those beat its armor class of 8. Oh, dang. All right. Well. Bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, and then it is going to make a slam attack against you. Does an 18 hit. Yep. Seven. Oh, seven points? Yeah. Okay. Still standing. Uh, okay. Up next is going to be Vi followed by Alola and followed by Connie. Uh, she looks at these mummies and takes like a step behind people. It's like, well, you know, I'd insult you, but it seems Mother Nature has beaten me to the punch. <laughs> As she points to one of the mummies and casts uh, a vicious mockery. <laughs> 13 wisdom. <laughs> Does that mean I'm Mother Nature? He says over his shoulder. Uh, 16. That saves. 
I think oh. that's. Uh, it, yeah, if it's, it's a cantrip, it's yeah, not. It's a cantrip, so yeah. Alright, Alelan? Um, yeah, Alelan's like furiously flipping through his spell books. Like, where is another good. Ah, okay. Um, he finds another one. He's like, hmm. Is there any like loose rubble or just. Absolutely. Something? Yeah. Uh, I'll just say, okay, okay. And he'll point at one of the pieces of rubble and then point at one of the the shambling creatures and cast catapult. Uh, uh, so that's a deck save. Does it hit multiple targets? Um, I don't Potentially you could get three of them. Um, it flies in a straight line up to 90 feet in the direction you choose between falling to the ground. If it would strike a creature... It doesn't necessarily say. It says until it hits a solid surface, which I don't know if a creature would count as a solid surface. Okay. Uh, so that's up to you. However you want to do it. If there aren't any rules in catapult for it, then let's keep it simple. Uh, okay. this, this creature rolled a six. Oh, that's not uh, my, good for minus that. Minus two, so four. That's not good for that creature because now it takes ooh, 19 points of bludgeoning damage. It's still up. <laughs> yeah. Connie. Still up, you say? Hardly. To shreds, you say? Hardly, like, its arm fell off. All right. As well as a lot of its torso. Well, Connie is going to rush up to this fool uh, with her. Because they're, are they kind of like clustered together? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, How many of them would she be able to get in a, uh, within a five foot range? Like how many would five, she? Five foot radius uh it just says range area five feet so it's just extends outward from her a uh, five feet what uh because each creature that i can see within range must succeed on a con save is it a five foot cube circle it just says range five feet it's not actually telling me what okay what spell is it yeah uh, word <laughs> of radiance okay. it's just the one creature so if you go over there feet. everything within five feet of you okay yeah yeah, if you get in the middle of this, you can get everyone. Yeah, I'll do it. So I need all of them to make constitution saves. Twenty-two. Okay, that succeeds. Five. Five fails. Natural twenty for a twenty-three. Yeah, that'll save. 17 for a 20. Okay, so one of them is going to be taking this. Uh, a total of one point of radiant damage. <laughs> eh. That's now rough. You are, now you are in a zombie pile. Yeah, I am. Oh, boy. All right, so three zombies are around you right now. Yeah. These are zombies. They're not mummies. Thank God. Mummies. There, there are a lot of deadly encounters here. They're not that mean. <laughs> uh, so. Sorry, Connie. God dang it. Uh, well, a five 
I think it's going to miss you. Miss. A 15. No, also 16. Misses. Also misses. Okay. So one will hit you with a 20. Yeah, that'll do it. Seven. Okay. I rolled D6s for a lot, and I've rolled a lot of sixes. That's fine. Hugger. Three of these zombies uh, are on Connie. One yeah, is in front of you. Um, which one got whomped by the catapult? One of the ones that's on Connie. Okay. So the one in front of me is still standing. Uh, I guess it's double, uh, double mason time. Uh, a nine and a ten. Both of them will hit. Okay. Sambos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't Not, get out of the way. Yeah. And uh, so three and three is six. So eight. Eight points all told to the one I already hit. It's barely sanding. Oh, and Herkirk looks like he's one punch away from hitting the dirt himself. So... Just to let Peter know. Does the 12 hit you? No. Okay. Then it, it just like bites into your chainmail. And actually, a few teeth come out from it. Bye. Alolan, you're up after. Is the one that's fighting Hooker looking real bad then? Mm hmm. Okay. You do remind me of my ex husband, uh, husband number four. We went to a date at the zoo. He fell into a tiger pit. <laughs> Vicious Bias alias Carol Baskins. <laughs> Vicious mockery. It's not really an insult, but he wasn't that attractive either, so maybe it is an insult. I think the tiger pit made him look better. 17. It saves. Carol Baskins. I tried. Alolan. Oh. Wait, bonus um, action. Bonus action. Inspiration to, because I can do like some part. <laughs> to a Gurk. Okay. To Gurk, take a D6. A D6, yeah. All right. I don't know if that does anything, but I'll do it. So, so like, there's one that's like just on the other side of a Gurk, right? Yes. Yeah. And there are three on Connie. Yeah, Alolan will, will grab his quarter staff and just kind of lean around Hagurk and just say, Ugh, go away. That's a one. with a broom? I rolled a one, so it's a four. Okay. This is why wizards don't use melee attacks. <laughs> did, did, did you want to use inspiration? I don't know that Guess I, oh, I do have it. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> you can't foil me. 16. That'll hit. With two hands. Okay. For nine points of damage. It had two. I'm a monster. But it is a zombie. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. DC 14. It rolled a two. 
a zombie stare. <laughs> now, unless uh, Alellan has a bonus action, Connie. So I still have three on me. Mm-hmm. Word of radiance. Okay. They all need to make uh, con saves. Twenty-one, six, and six. Ah, two of them are going to be taking. The first one will take six points of radiant. The other takes two points of radiant. So you are all meanies and should be ashamed of yourselves. One of the zombies does go down, and it was a. Uh, it was damaged from a radiant, radiant. attack, so it is dead. Woo! Again. Uh, but there still are two zombies. That's all Connie can do. Who are still on top of Connie. Both going to hit. Okay. One's going to crit. Oh, boy. Nasty. Four. Okay. Sweet deal. I am at two failed death saves. Because I was at three before the four, and if the second one crit me, then that's auto two fail. Okay. Uh, so up next is going to be Hooker. All right. Um, and I see Connie go down. Um, there's two of them. Fudge. Uh, Make a perception check. Everybody, well, everybody conscious can make a perception check. Oh. Uh, 17 perception check. 22. 18. Okay. So everybody will uh, notice that uh, resting on one of these slabs further into the room, you would have to go past the, the zombies to get to this. Uh, but you would see there's a piece of parchment rolled up sort of ceremoniously. And there is a bottle with red liquid in it. Hmm. Um, Looks similar to a healing potion. I'm. Her girl will just say something like, "I got one. You guys, do do whatever you can to stop the other." And he'll he'll do this shove attack against the uh, one of the ones on Connie. Okay. So uh, remind me the rules for a shove attack. It's basically like a grapple. Okay. Um, except then I choose whether they move or go prone. Okay, so their strength was a 19. Ugh. Okay, well, at least I'm there and standing. Uh, even with my plus five to athletics, I only got a 16. So it doesn't go anywhere. Boom, I run into a zombie, and somehow the zombie stops all 300 pounds of bugbear. Um Bye. Uh, I have no potions of healing. How far away is the uh, potion of healing? Let me look the map one more time. Yeah. Uh, this room, like this room, this lab, like it's at most twenty feet across. Uh, I only have thirty feet of movement. <laughs> Um, right, but I I think because Connie went further in, like in the middle of all these zombos mm -hmm. to start casting off, I think I 
I think she's like 10 feet further in. Okay. If you use all of your movement, you may be able to get the potion and bring it back, but you might be entering territory that is threatened by these zombies. So you might be taking an attack or two of opportunity. No, I have. Right, uh, Connie, uh, she said I was kind, so time to be uh, kind. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to <laughs> run <laughs> and get the potion of healing. And and then... 17 hit you. <laughs> yeah, it does. You're going to be taking three points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, that's, that's the least amount of damage I've taken this entire game. One <laughs> well, a few times I haven't rolled a six today. Yeah. Okay, ow, that really hurt. <laughs> but you okay. have the potion. Are you using your action to feed it to Connie? Yes. <laughs> Connie, take 2d4 plus 2. You owe me so much. <laughs> she says to the court, I Oh, yeah. Down body. <laughs> I gained 9 points of healing. <laughs> you owe me, Miss Conquest. <laughs> Well, I always pay my debts. Thank you so much. Did we win? No. <laughs> There's a zombie right behind her. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> uh, Alelin, you're up next. Oh, boy. Um, mm, spell slots. We don't have them. Um, I don't particularly want to run in the... Chill touch. That'll work. Sure. Okay. Make the attack. Natural 20. And Roll. I do believe it does extra to undead. Does it? Shield touch? They just so. can't regain hit points. Oh, wait. If you hit an undead target, it also has disadvantage on attack rolls against you until the end of your next turn. Uh, okay, so that's not going to be super okay. helpful. <laughs> All right. But the 2d8 damage will be. I'm going to need another one of those. Nine. Points of necrotic damage. Yeah. Johnny. Uh, uh, all right. Well, uh, and like as she's standing, like her knees buckle a little bit, but she, you know, like stands up still, gets gets back into that fighting position. Just all right. You asked. <laughs> you asked for it, and she is going to try and use her warhammer. Uh, on that there, uh, on the zombie that just got struck with the lich, uh, with the lich slap. Uh, so, uh, I'm gonna use inspiration on that okay. one. That was a nat one to hit otherwise, so, uh, does a 12 hit? A 12 does. Aha! And that is, goddamn, uh, three points. Of bludgeoning damage. Okay. The zombie didn't like that. It's it's still up. Yeah, it is. Okay, because I have a bonus action I can do. You do? Yes. Uh, to uh, use my war cleric feature uh, okay. to give myself an additional attack. So go ahead and take that. Yeah. Well, hopefully I am able to do that. That would be a 10. Which will hit. Aha! All right, well, eat it, chump. That's eight points of bludgeoning damage. 
Okay, I need to make a save. You beat she, that that person. She definitely says, Haha, eat it, chump! <laughs> As you strike it, it, uh, the Warhammer goes completely through the torso. But the head and arms uh, conveniently fall right down like the spine pieces connect. And while this zombie is a lot shorter, it is still up. Amazing. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> and it is going to try and bite your ankle. Ankle batters. That's an 18 hit. 18 just hits. Four points. Okay. Ow! There is one zombie that does not appear to have been harmed in any way whatsoever during this. God. Uh, and it's going to try and hurt Pugert. <laughs> 20. Hit. Four. Level one. Level one. There it is. Four, four is exactly it. I, yeah. I, 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 try, I tried to shove him and he <laughs> chomps me and I'm like, <laughs> I hate this. Perfect. Big okay. guy down. Make your death safe. All right. God, who wrote Dungeons and Dragons? Batty anyway? 20. Yeah! You are back up. You have one hit point and can take your turn. All right. Sweet. And I will. So, so yeah, it, it did the let's do the Hulk Hogan kind of thing where he bites me. I start to go down and then I pull the zombie on him and stand back up and hit him in the head, I hope. Gurk. Yeah, both those are over 10. One's a 15 and the other's 11. Brings the maces together. Uh, so eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven points of zombie smashy. Bye. Uh, there is this uh, uh half zombie trying to bite at Connie's ankles. <laughs> I don't like that. She's gonna take out her uh rapier and try to hit it. Uh, with it. Uh, let's see. I know where my things are. Does a nine hit? Yes. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> Lots of hit uh, points, not a lot of AC. Nine hit points. Uh, now, was this the one that just got hit by Hagurk or the other one? Uh, the one that was biting... Connie's ankles. Right, 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 right. Okay. So I need to make another save. You said nine? Yeah. Seven does not beat nine. It is down. Yeah. She Here's just eight. takes the head and just <laughs> slices it away from the zombie. See, I know how to use it. <laughs> Alellan, there is a single zombie left. Oh, good. Excellent work, everyone. <laughs> Very well done. Ah, chill touch. <laughs> I have to roll that, don't I? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't just say the word and it happens. 19. 
That'll hit. Four points of damage. Connie. Uh, Connie is... Uh... She's going to go up towards where this last zombie is and just, uh, she'll she put her shield onto her back and double hand, uh, her warhammer and then try and crack into this thing. Let's see it. That's, hey, hey, a modified 20. That'll hit. For a total of 11 points of bludgeoning damage. I am done with you! <laughs> This zombie has no legs, but it's still up. No legs, but it must scream. <gasps> okay. That's all Connie can do. And it's gonna try and slap you. Twelve? Twelve misses. Okay. Alright. It's, it's a half one on the ground again kind of thing. <laughs> you took out its legs. Alright. Uh, dual maces. Uh, a natural 20 and a 14, 19 to hit. The natural 20 means that I, I wouldn't be able to roll for it to get up. And it has one hit point. Uh, awesome. awesome. <laughs> All right. So as this final zombie wrapped in this cloth falls to the ground and it's dusted that's where we're gonna pick it up next week yay yeah, they remind me of husband game. number two they just wouldn't die what what <laughs> all right so with that i would like to say thank you to cyber for running this game this is incredible i am enjoying this greatly thank y'all for playing with me yeah thanks for killing us several times Thanks I... for hitting me so much. <laughs> and thank you for following Tom Henderson. GB, would you like to show them what happens? Of course. When I'm on the show and uh, someone gives us the big old follow, I take this mall and hit that guy right in the face. To come yes. back to more good bonks like that. Yeah! Bonk. Bonk. All right, so with that, I would like to ask, hey, Cyber, where can we find you? What do you do? Uh, hello, I'm Cyber. Also Connor. Also Arjan. Uh, specifically, I'm Connor uh, on my Twitch channel and my Twitter and my everything that you can find where I am also CyberRoll1201, which is CyberRoll1201.live. Uh, you can see my Patreon there. I do conversions of Taldori stuff. You can see my... Uh, you can see my Twitch. I play video games real bad and talk about lore. We're taking a break from Final Fantasy VII, uh, and we're going to play the SpongeBob game because, man, I need a break. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah. It, 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 just just go there. Also, check out jabroni.tv for other cool peeps and streamers. It's a good place. Yeah. But what's not on there, what's not on either of those websites, uh, are the games I'm in. Uh, clearly, I'm in this game, uh, where I nervously take the DM seat. Uh, I'm also on the Monday game where, uh, my character Arjan originated from, uh, and has a, has a real fun time adventuring. 
not traumatized at all. Uh, also, uh, this Saturday, uh, specifically this Saturday only, for one night only, uh, you'll be able to catch me on off underscore the table. Uh, I will be playing in their uh, charity stream, Otterthon, where I'm going to be playing with a uh, friend of the channel's uh, Katie Face and Where's Madingus. Uh, I'm going to be playing a game of Bite Marks where I'm going to be a werewolf. It's going to be fun. Stop on by. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, and Satan, where can we find you? What do you do? Hi, I am Satan. Uh, you can find me at Vamp on Twitter uh, and uh, many, many uh, Twitch streams. I play a lot of D&D. You can find me Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. EST over at the Hype Goblins channel where I uh, DM a homebrew game where we're just having fun. This is a very narrative heavy. I just want people to have fun. Um, you can find me over Saturday nights at 8 o'clock EST, 8 p.m. where I play over at Plot Hunters is my main channel and we're all POC LGBTQ plus group. Um, so if you want to support those spaces, come watch us. And we're starting a new adventure this Saturday. So that's real cool. Uh, and every other Saturday at around 4.30 uh, p.m. ESD, I play about Baldrian's channel where we're playing um, Dragon Age. Um, and it's a really um, good game if you haven't played it before and want to learn. Most uh, all the players uh, haven't played it before. And our DM does a great job of teaching us and teaching you, the audience, how to play it. So if you're interested in a new system, come watch us. Um, anything else if you follow me on twitter you can see what i'm doing because i play in a lot of games and i'm also here i'm on on tuesday thursday <laughs> do not be uh, no on a monday game over at uh wandering dm we'll be playing castle falkenstein so if you want to catch that it'll be interesting all right excellent and Ethan, where can we find you what do you do uh. That's me. I'm Ethan, uh, at EJ the Great on Twitter and Twitch. I play video games sometimes, uh, including tomorrow. We're playing Dishonored right now. Very fun stuff. Um, when I'm not doing that, I'm on some like tabletop streams. So Wednesday on High Shelf Gaming, which is the t-shirt, the um, we're playing Blades in the Dark, and we're in way over our heads, making deals with demons and whatnot. Um, and then Saturdays, sometimes when we play on Saturdays, I'm in the cyberpunk game. So on the same channel, I shall be. And that's all I do. I'm also on Jabroni TV with Connor. So yeah, check that out. And GB. Graybeard or Graybeard's Tavern. Look at my Twitter. It should be up to date schedule wise, I think. Uh, but uh, the next time you can find me, this is Thursday, is Sunday over on G Game Night. You can uh, see me over there at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, for Monster of the Week. And Sunday morning at 10 a.m., you can see me play with all my fun toys here at uh, my channel, uh, Graybeard Tavern at Twitch. And everything else is still not announced yet that I'm going to be doing for this season. So uh, check the Twitter. It'll be there. Excellent. And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, fella, what's up? It's me or Acorns. Sorry. I get really mixed up on that sometimes. Hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Monday, Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as well as on Sunday at 7 o'clock 
p.m pacific standard time we got our homebrew game we got this game our tyrant security game and then we also got tomb of annihilation and once a month gb runs a wonderful game that we like to call monster noir we don't know when the next version of it's going to be you can also find satan playing that game it's a grand old time but right now we are going to be going into our after show called knights in the courtyard where we answer questions not only from the community but also from each other so if you have any questions that you would like to ask us consider either dropping them in the side chat over meow or joining us on discord tagging us on twitter doing any of those fun things and we will do our best to respond in kind and that is of course if you go to moon and blue snuck another follow in on us ah nice moonlit blues thank you for the follow gb i don't know if you heard the speech before but i take this mall when someone gives us a new follow and i hit that guy in the face hit that bong yes hit that bong anyways you can join us at patreon.com slash endure adventures connor definitely uh listen to this first episode of knights of the courtyard for tyrant security uh because we we might tell you how to how to maybe get a little bit of audience participation into the show and uh maybe figure out how to get entered into a giveaway but you got to listen to the episode well, you heard it here first, folks. Join us in Knights in the Courtyard, and you could possibly be entered into a giveaway. I think that's a swell idea. But we are going to be heading out. So I would like to say once again, thank you to Connor for running this wonderful game. Thank you to everybody who agreed to be part of this weird corporate adventure that we seem to be going on. And we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye!